This is Free Talk Live, and you can take control of the airwaves by dialing in toll-free at 1-800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com, and you can enjoy the various features that we have there waiting for you. You can go and get interactive with our other listeners. You can actually create the content of the website, the main page of the site, the main column has uh, items in it that were submitted by listeners just like you. You can go there and do that and then vote, and everybody gets to vote on what's uh, the most popular, interesting, uh, makes it uh, most popular, most voted, makes it to the uh, the front page and the top of the website at freetalklive.com. Joining you here in the studio tonight, it is Ian. And Sam. Sam joining us from obscuredtruth.com. And let's jump right into things here tonight. Of course, we will take your phone calls about absolutely anything. And there's been a lot of news in the uh, the mainstream media about this TSA stuff. Uh, the folks over at WeWon'tFly.com, I heard George Donnelly being interviewed today on Ernie Hancock's show, Declare Your Independence. And, man, they've been on MSNBC, they've been on Fox, they've been all over the place. It has blown up the conversation. I, I've had the radio on for about half the day, listening to various talk radio shows, and they are... They are all talking about this. This seems to to have really lit a fire to where people are really upset about it. And now the TSA has apparently announced that uh, the pat-downs, just running their hands into people's groin is not enough, that now they're sticking their hands inside people's pants. Really? <laughs> and they're grabbing their junk over, for real, for real over the underwear, Man. or they can strip you down to, you know, it's crazy. Wow. Uh, this is where They're it's going pretty to. fast, huh? And then what happens when somebody uh, inserts something inside their rectum? You mean when the TSA inserts, uh, does no, a little no. cavity check? Or? When when some supposed terrorist comes in and does some plot. Right, so then they'll have an excuse to take yeah. it to the next level is what you're suggesting. Exactly. Sure. Or sure. this just seems like to me, I, I know you want to jump into the story, but it seems like to me they've they've been caught on just the pat-downs. So now what they're doing to respond to the outcry against all of the, the invasive pat-downs where they're running their hand into your genitals is that now they're saying, okay, well, we're going to stick our hands in your pants, and then that will be the thing that they back off on and say, oh, okay, okay, maybe we mm. went too far that time. So we'll back up on that, and we're just going to run our hands into your genitals. Well, eventually, if they do have an excuse like you're suggesting, if somebody comes with uh, you know drugs or bomb-making material shoved in their butt, uh, that'll give them the excuse, to, well, you know, we're trying to be nice, but we just can't uh, accept this. I mean, safety, safety, terrorism, terrorism. So It's always the excuse. It's this invisible enemy that uh, can never be caught, can never be stopped. Right. Uh, the, and they're the ones who created it to begin with. You know, I was listening uh, again to George Donnelly from WeWon'tFly.com. His website has been around for approximately a week and last last week, it was getting 50,000 hits per day. Wow. Um, I don't know if the, the amount of hits he's had recently is dropping, especially with all of this press attention. Now, instead of focusing on Meg McLean, who was focused last week, and We Won't Fly was kind of tangentially uh, getting publicity as a result of that, it's now shifted away a little bit more from Meg to We Won't Fly. And now the guys from We Won't Fly are actually getting the interviews. And my understanding, one of the things that he said was that the mainstream media was kind of coming at this national opt-out day, which is happening on the 24th, the day before Thanksgiving, the busiest travel day of the year for, for airports. Uh, where activists are going to be gathering at different airports around the country and they'll be doing outreach and they'll be informing people of what exactly they're getting into because so many Americans are completely clueless about this. It is absolutely, you know, it's shocking to me sometimes to be reminded how uh, in the dark a lot of people are. And so the big question I guess the media has been asking is, you know, is this just 
an internet meme, or will this actually transfer into a real-life outreach? I mean, they, I guess they're questioning as to whether or not this is really going to happen. Like, is there really going to be a national opt-out day? Are people actually going to opt out? Is Ron Paul really a real candidate, or is he just an internet phenomenon? Yeah, the Ron Paul, though, all you had to do was vote for the guy. I mean, in this case, you've actually got to opt out. And well, that- you, have to, you have to have activists who are out there encouraging people to opt out. And I think there are a number of people who are completely oblivious. You know, they're, they're ha- ignorantly, or they're bliss in their ignorance. And they have no idea that the government is taking these pictures of them, storing them off, and eventually one day they'll start linking that in with their biometric data and keeping and building this profile about you so that they can control, you know, everything from where you're shopping, how you're paying your taxes, just all these different aspects of your life. I don't think they're going to stop. And I think people will will see that. We'll see the images. Will be it'll be kind of a wake up call, and not all of them, but I think there will be a handful who are going to say, "This is enough." I mean, I I just heard a, an interview uh, before I came in here of a radio host who was the guy who had the hand stuck down his pants. I oh, think really? it was for Wired or something, and he was uh, talking about it on a, on his podcast or show or whatever. Wow. So I mean, they're doing it to everybody. They're not apologetic apologetic at all. Uh, Amazing. I, I think this could stick around, and I think we could see uh, some real backlash from this. Well, we're going to find out uh, here in a matter of less than 10 days. I mean, this is scheduled for the 24th. There are more pinpoints popping up on the map over nice. at wewon'tfly.com. It started with two last week. I saw at least eight yesterday. I haven't checked yet uh, this evening. Uh, but, I mean, with all the publicity those guys are getting, people have go- they've got to be going to that website. They've got to be getting inspired by this. And seeing that other people are doing it is going to inspire more people to do it because when a handful of people show some courage, it doesn't take a whole lot of courage to say no to the body scanner. I mean, as long as you're willing to go through the uh, the awful mol- molestation uh, pat-down experience, you're probably going to get on the flight. It's just going to take you a little while longer. And if other people are opting out on National Opt-Out Day, it may take even longer than normal because then they have to the process more people oh, yeah, through the absolutely. secondary screening. Or they'll have to limit the number of people that they, quote, randomly screen. Maybe so. Yeah, maybe that'll result in more people going through the metal detector. Yeah, and I would, I hope that these, uh, these protests, while they're outside, that they encourage people, if they see someone uh, being patted down or, or something going on like that, that they pull out their camera phone and start recording. I you hope know? so, too. Um, and obviously, with, a, with some of these groups, we're going to be dealing with people that are new to this. They're mm-hmm. not going to be – they've never done uh, protesting before. Certainly, uh, seasoned activists like George Donnelly and, and Jim Babb over in uh, Pennsylvania and the guys down at Freedoms Phoenix, they know to have cameras on hand. But that's something that's important to get out there. And if it's not in the you – know, if it's not being listed over at We Won't Fly, hopefully they'll list that uh, as like an important – Thing, something you need to bring with you, or just possible, you know, ways you can you can uh, do something. The at the top of the list is going to be to opt out, just to say no. I, I'm not going into the body scanner if there is one. Uh, but something a little more, a little less risky than that is pull out your camera phone and film somebody who is opting out. So then you get this stream of passengers going through people that are already through the checkpoint, sitting around waiting for their flight. Anyway, I've done that where I've just sat in the seats across from the security checkpoint and filmed people. That was some of that footage went in the TSA mm-hmm. uh, series. They didn't like that very much. No, they didn't. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, and yeah, it should be interesting to see if they respond to that guy yesterday. We talked about, a, I think his name was John, who said, you know, you're not going to touch my junk. And he actually recorded the whole thing on his cell phone camera. They have uh, said that they're going to fine him $11,000. 
Right, that was allegedly for leaving the security area. I just wonder uh, if they're going to make a stink about him actually recording without them knowing. Perhaps. Oh, yeah, who knows? Uh, that, that remains to be seen. So there's a lot developing here. And uh, then there's also related news out of Orlando, I believe, uh, with these body scans where the government people have been telling you that, oh, yeah, no, we're just we're not keeping these scans. It's Lies. just temporary. <laughs> Uh, well, according to Gizmodo, Gizmodo.com, at the heart of the controversy over the body scanners is a promise. The images of our naked bodies will never be public. But the U.S. Marshals in a Florida federal courthouse saved 35,000 images on their scanner. Folks, and- folks, these Social Security numbers, they're only going to be used for tax purposes <laughs> right. by the IRS. That's it. You won't well, use them was, anywhere else, okay? It wasn't originally intended for that. It was oh. originally intended just as an just ID number for, for the Social, Social Security. Security That's system. it. It's not going to go anywhere else. You can trust us, people. It wasn't to be used for identification purposes. Actually, the old Social Security cards said that on there. A Gizmodo investigation has revealed that 100 of the photographs taken by the Gen 2 millimeter wave scanner from Bureau Imaging Systems obtained by a Freedom of Information request after it was recently revealed that U.S. Marshals operating the machine in Orlando had improperly, perhaps illegally, saved images of the scans of public servants and private citizens. Not that I actually believe they're public servants, although they serve themselves to your money. 800-259-9231. We'll come back uh, with more on this and your calls as well. Uh, Don't forget, these people are very busy keeping you safe. That's why they recently sent uh, two of their agents, I guess, a couple of their agents to go shut down a cupcake stand. We'll tell you about that, too, coming up. This is Free Talk Live. Spark imaginations and free minds with an enjoyable graphic novel or webcomic from BigHeadPress.com. This holiday season provides a great opportunity to share a vision of freedom and how we'll get there. Inspirational and beautifully illustrated publications from BigHeadPress.com are great tools for sharing the freedom message with thoughtful stories that are extremely entertaining and a pleasure to read. You'll be awed by the illustrations while you cheer for the heroes and boo the villains. Check out BigHeadPress.com and sample their work online before you buy BigHeadPress.com. This is Free Talk Live. You take control of the airwaves and dial in toll-free to bring up whatever's on your mind at 800-259-9231. That number is brought to you by SACL CAI. It's 1-800-259-9231. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. Enjoy the features that you'll find there. They're totally free. Uh, You can head over and enjoy our webcam as well. You can watch, you can listen, and you can interact because our chat room is built into the very same page. You go to cam.freetalklive.com, and you can see that there. That's cam.freetalklive.com. And the cam, by the way, is brought to you by Memory Dealers. They offer the world's largest selection of discounted optical transceivers, including SFPs, GBICs, XFPs, Zenpacks, and X2s that are 100% compatible with all major networking equipment manufacturers, including Cisco, 3Com, Foundry, Alcatel, and HP at up to 99% off list price. MemoryDealers.com can also offer customized solutions for your transceiver requirements, including private labeling. Memory Dealers is your trusted source for all your networking and telecom accessory needs. In stock and ready to ship via overnight delivery, that's MemoryDealers.com. 
So uh, the TSA has promised they are not going to be saving your pictures. In fact, didn't they say a while back that they couldn't even possibly save the pictures, and then that was found out to be total BS? Yeah, they absolutely. They well, first they came out and said, "Oh, don't worry, the images are blurry, so you know we can't even really see much detail. So there's nothing to worry about stepping into this thing." Which it turns out the manuals actually tell you to focus on the genitals that so right? that you know you have it in focus. Hmm. So that was a complete lie. Then they said, "Oh yeah, no, they don't have they don't even have the capability to store images." And it turns out in the in the user manual for these machines, you can put it into a test mode and store off the image. And then it came out later, I think it was even worse than that that they are actually storing all of these images. Mhm. Yep. So it's been it's been one lie after another, and I don't know how people how the government they just must be so drunk with power at this point that they think they can just get up there, tell the people People, anything that they, they want, can. no matter how disconnected and completely false it is compared to reality, and that people are just, like, not going to even notice. Well, people are noticing. I mean, some people are noticing. Some people are completely in the dark. But people, uh, some people are paying attention, and they are aware that the government lies. But they, I think, are probably frustrated because they don't feel like there's anything they can do about it, right? Yeah. I mean, because these guys can lie with impunity. They can lie and there's no punishment. They're, they can lie and the worst that happens is there's an, a mainstream media article that calls them out on it. Oh, well, they, we got caught. Look, let's keep doing what we're doing. You know, they, <laughs> Let's it ramp matter. it up. They're, they're not right. keeping doing what they're doing. Now, we need to start sticking our hands down people's pants. Yeah, so it doesn't matter if they tell lies and get caught red-handed. They've been getting caught lying for as long as I've been alive and far beyond that. I mean, these people lie, and that's what they do, and everybody knows they lie. There are jokes about how politicians lie, and it's just like a common theme of, uh, you know, well, well, we know they lie, but we keep voting for them anyway, and we just keep paying taxes because we need government. We can't not have these liars around. We have to have these people. <laughs> what? It's so disconnected. It's yeah. all so surreal and bizarre, and it, and it needs to end, and it's not going to end anytime soon, because even if the TSA is stopped in this one particular uh, point, if they, for, for whatever reason, feel like they just can't get away with, uh, let's just say they stop it here, like you're suggesting, they just roll it back a little bit, and they, they put on the brakes for a moment, and... And maybe even some airports uh, will will start taking on private security because apparently that's legal uh, where they can actually hire on some sort of security firm with a TSA's approval, of course. Yeah, there's one company at the San Diego airport, I believe, that does that. Yeah, so maybe that'll start getting more popular. But that doesn't stop the growth of the police state in, no. in total. It doesn't stop them from doing what we were talking about last night where Michelle has a friend who was stopped on a Greyhound bus. The, gray, the entire Greyhound bus was stopped by Border Patrol and men in fatigues, presumably the U.S. military, taken out of the bus. All of them were taken through a backscatter machine. Their bags were Whoa. searched. The, the guy's got a picture of these men in fatigues outside of the bus. They, he said that they didn't want him taking pictures in their presence, but he managed to sneak one through the window of the bus. And uh, apparently that's happening at some of these internal checkpoints that they've got set up. They they have backscatter machines right now, and they're screening passengers on the road. Not to mention they have 500 trucks that are driving around in various places in America, putting high levels of radiation 10 times over what you'd get in a chest race, x-ray, so that they can see through your walls and oh, look at what you're pictures. doing in your house. Those are really creepy. I mean, this is this is the Orwell police state. How, how can yeah, people totally look is. at this and say, oh. 
they're just they're, they're protecting our our liberties. Yeah. <laughs> it's horrible. This is this is my freedom pat down, I guess. Yeah. You know, where they, <laughs> This is the freedom crotch grab that I'm about to get here. All right. It's a good thing that I'm free and I live in this free country where the government gets to grab my crotch in order for me to go on an airplane and stick their hands down my pants. But Sam, if it weren't for the government, we'd all be speaking German right now. You know, this is this is where people... The roads were private. I mean, we're, we're totally jumping issues here, but it's the same sort of indoctrination and brainwashing that happens as uh, the government sort of grows into all of these new areas uh think about it if the government started the internet and you had like maybe a hundred websites that got government approval and you had all the they were regulating all the computers and so forth people would look at that and say well ian if we didn't have the government here regulating computers and the internet then you know you're telling me that anybody could make a processor and the memory and the motherboard and all the cases and that it's all going to be magically put together and work and then all We'd be of lucky these to have 286s right all now. of these people from all around the world would just be able to magically interconnect without the government standards there to tell mm. them how to do it this would never ever work it's just too complicated that sounds ludicrous we from need our men with guns to solve this problem yeah that's it sounds ludicrous from our perspective because we've been out and the internet has been relatively free and the computer industry has been relatively unhindered uh by the government there are still you know like fcc certifications for devices and things like that that they need to go through but otherwise yeah they're not telling people how to make processors and they're not telling people or they're they're not stopping software from being released prior to you know having some sort of government software quality inspection or some nonsense which would so totally destroy the computing yeah, industry it, it would not be doubling every 18 months and that's what it has been doing for a long time and it's we'd be stuck up. in 1985 or yeah. something like that i we'd mean be it'd getting be the new Pentium. We'd, we'd still be using the punch card system. Yeah, you, you possibly. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then if well, you drop them, like in you, a card? you have to run them through in order. And if you drop the box of your punch cards, then your program <laughs> scrambled. So you'd have to go put them all back in order. That was before my day, but I heard yeah. the stories from my uh, college professors. Get the 8-track tape out. Put that in there. I remember using the, in, in uh, I guess it was early middle school they had these pc juniors where they literally had like cartridges that you would put in a slot on the front of the computer mm, i started with the 2e and we had yeah. the big five and a quarter flop oh i remember but... those too yeah <laughs> 1-800-259-9231 the SACL cai toll free line tony's in california you're on free talk live with ian and sam hello tony hi how are you what's on your mind tonight um so you guys are talking about chalking Yesterday, yeah, there's and, uh, a big crackdown going on here in New Hampshire. These awful, awful activists are out there writing pro-freedom messages on the sidewalk out in front of the federal building, and two of them were arrested this weekend. Right, and uh, so I'm just I'm taking an art class right now, and my teacher he showed me uh, this art project that happened a couple of years ago. I want, you to, I want you to tell me more about it, if you don't mind. Hang on, we'll bring you back. 800-259-9231. Whether you want to talk about the TSA, chalking, or whatever's on your mind, you can take control of the airwaves. Plus, coming up, you thought chalking was bad. We can't just allow these young boys to go out and sell cupcakes without a government permit. Uh, the cops have put a stop to it. More coming up. You take control. Free Talk Live. This Your Family Today tip is brought to you by Nestle Tollhouse Refrigerated Cookie Dough. Who would you bake some love for? Find fun and easy baking ideas at tollhouse.com. 
kids love doing arts and crafts projects, especially when you join in. Try channeling all that artistic energy into the kitchen and bake up some creative treats together. Think of your art supplies as the frosting, sprinkles, and decorating gels, and use cookies or cupcakes as your canvas. For more tips like these, visit us at parenthood.com slash yourfamilytoday. This is Free Talk Live, and you can take control of the airwaves by dialing in toll-free at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com and enjoy the various features that we have there completely free. Uh, Again, that's freetalklive.com, and joining you tonight, it's Ian. And Sam. Sam joining us from obscuredtruth.com. Go there and watch some of his videos. What are you working on behind the scenes right now, Sam? Oh, uh, nothing right now. I'm taking care of some technical issues, and I was just telling you about my little two-day spiritual retreat. Everybody needs uh, one of those now and then. So uh, obscuredtruth.com is a great archive's worth of uh, liberty-oriented videos there for you to, uh, to pull through. We've got our archives, by the way. If you've missed a moment of Free Talk Live, you can just click and download right there on the front page of the website the last week's worth and then if you download go into the archive section you'll find a few years going back to late 2006 all of it there free and courtesy of hostgator hostgator is the worldwide leader for web hosting and they make it easy to get your own .com domain name you create your very own website with their free site builder tools and templates and you can enter through our special uh, gate, if you will, to get yourself a free month. Hostgator.freetalklive.com. Again, a worldwide leader for web hosting. Hostgator.freetalklive.com. Whether you want a personal blog or a complete e-commerce business website, you can let the experts at Hostgator host you. Hostgator.freetalklive.com. Back to Tony in California, bringing up the chalking issue that came up on the show last night with two activists being arrested just this past weekend up here in New Hampshire for chalking messages out front of the federal building on a weekend out on the sidewalk, uh, arrested in a very violent manner. I don't know, Sam, if you've seen the video yet. I watched the video. I, I didn't have the sound on because I had something else going, but I have seen at least the uh, the two people that were arrested. And then later in the film, the little girl is sitting out there chalking on the sidewalk the entire time. But apparently that's legal. It's only the grownups who are right who are not allowed to uh, to use chalk. Yep, exactly. And another uh, another angle, an alternative angle on that has been posted. I'm glad too because the first video was you know a little more. Um, it's got a music track at one point and it cuts out all of the audio. The second video has the full audio of the first arrest okay. and you really get to see the, the demeanor of the, the police and, and what's going on and what was said to them. That's uh, now available at freekeen.com. But Tony, you were telling us there was an art project at, uh, at I guess, college you wanted to get into? Uh, no. This is uh, it's from a couple of years back. It happened in Peru. An artist couple, they made these gigantic pieces of chalk about the size of, like, a man's leg, maybe a little bigger. And they left them outside of the government buildings and allowed people to just take them and write whatever they wanted. Most of them were protesters. Mm-hmm. And, of course, within a few hours, the police came with the paddy wagon, confiscated all the chalk, and cleaned everything off. So this chalk is very dangerous. reminded me of that. Chalk huh? is it's very dangerous. You could get some in your eye if you're not careful. <laughs> We'd need to have the police uh, around to protect us from this. Yeah, so I, I just thought it was an interesting interesting take on that. I don't believe anyone was arrested for this. Um, hmm. 
So uh, they brought out the paddy wagon, but they didn't make any uh, any mass arrests, huh? Right, they just uh, confiscated the, the so, deadly, deadly chalk. So show a force. <laughs> We're in charge here. Get out yeah. of here, slaves. Hey, uh, anything else you want to share tonight, t- uh, Tony? Uh, no, that's it. Appreciate hearing from you. Was- Thanks for the call. 800-259-9231, the SACL-CAI toll-free line. Uh, this is, by the way, these two chalking arrests uh, were in addition to one arrest that happened last month as well. So the I believe the chalking is going to continue, and uh, I'm presuming there's no snow on the ground. Next month, there is likely going to be more chalking. And maybe even if there is snow on the ground, maybe they'll chalk on the side of the building or something like that. Uh, I don't know, but these people are absolutely absolutely ludicrous i mean they're just so outrageous in what they what they do and what they get away with and what people tolerate people will put up with so much and where's your level i mean where's your line in the sand and if you have that line in the sand crossed what will you do as a result of that i'm not suggesting violence and i never would i uh i I don't believe in that anymore maybe i did in the past but but not now but, but what will you do if if they decide that they want to fondle your genitalia? And that's apparently, according to Sam, that's what they're doing now. They've, oh, yeah. They've stepped it up already. I mean, it's after two number weeks. One, number one story on the Internet today was this guy getting, you know, the hand, TSA putting their hands in people's pants. Wow, it's amazing. Let's uh, continue with your thoughts and go to Jason in New Hampshire. Jason, you're on Free Talk Live. Hey, how's it going, guys? Hey, Jason. What's on your mind tonight? Uh, I wanted to stay on the issue as far as, like, the TSA. I was curious uh, if you guys are familiar with the TSA Viper teams. Oh, which yeah. Are the, uh, the, what, the, I love these acronyms. They're the Visible Intermodal Protection huh. and Response. They're yeah. the TSA thugs that show up randomly in subways, at train stations, That's at right. bus stations, heavily armed, and they basically show up. And you're on a bus or a subway or whatever, and they're almost like SWAT teams. And they show up, they get everybody off, you know, pat them all down and stuff like that. I mean, so I didn't see, I didn't hear you guys bring that up. So I thought this should be itchy because this is this is TSA, this is Homeland Security, this is the police state where random goons, heavily armed, just randomly show up on a bus or a train, whatever. Yep. I mean, no and- intelligence. I'm sorry. Oh, and and I got to think the first time that the TSA agents went out and did this, what were they thinking? I mean, how if I just went out to a to a random bus stop and you know was wearing a costume and I go around and start telling people, "All right, I'm I'm here to keep you safe. I'm going to have to search through all of your things." It just seems so foreign and weird. But then they go out the second time and they feel a little better and then they get some more backup and, and then they get issued guns and it just keeps going and going and going. You could probably do that, Sam, if you donned a, some sort of official was, looking uniform. You actually, could go to a bus stop. And- I was thinking about that and being the uh, like the uh, T, I don't know, I had to, I came up with another acronym like the TA something Traveler Assistance uh Association, it's, right? Well, it's amazing how, uh, or you make it sound as more as much bureaucratic TAS. as you possibly. I, I'm can. with the TAS, right. <laughs> Travelers right. Assistance Association, or it could be the TSA. Just service. stand for something completely uh, <laughs> different. And as long as you look authoritative and you sound authoritative, Mirrors, sunglasses, right? And we've got the, you know, uh, the police duty to, belts. I'm going to need to search through your purse there. We need to see what you've got. Could be, could possibly have a bomb in there. Uh, you know, don't don't cross any lines of you know genitalia or anything like that. Just just ask Put people some to hand things over to on. you. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it would I love, it would work. I love the term viper team because it sounds like uh, 
Cobra Commander could be in charge. <laughs> <Yeah>. right? <No. laughs> it's Skeletor who's in charge. The guy at Chertoff, the guy making uh, millions of dollars as the CEO for the company that owns these body scanners and is yeah. selling them to the TSA, Could it which he used to head up. To be, also happens to be, uh, you know, a dual Israeli citizen, by the way. And, you know, I think that's kind of funny. Could it have been any worse had it actually been Cobra Commander that was in charge of the TSA? <laughs> I mean, how much worse could it get? I mean, it can get worse. We know that, right? And, and it's going to go in that direction. Uh, it, it's just so sad to see all this happening. And yes, we did mention the Viper teams last night, uh, and also we're starting to see these backscatter machines showing up at internal checkpoints, where it's apparently not even the TSA, where it's the Border Patrol and the U.S. military that are scanning people through these things. So it's it's becoming multi-jurisdictional or something like that. Yeah. I, you know, I went to a protest down in uh, at Logan Airport six months ago, like when the when some of the some of the first backscatter things were coming in, and I, you know, I had a really interesting experience there because it was like I was I didn't I didn't know many people doing it, which normally like I'm in New Hampshire, so normally like when I do protests, I do civil disobedience. It's uh, I know the people stuff like that, but I, it was a Facebook thing, and I was against it enough. I'm like because I was horrified by. It. I showed up at this protest, uh, and unfortunately, uh, one, of the, one of the things I learned really early is don't ever show up to a protest early, um, mm. because it was really interesting. You know, me and this other fellow kind of um, walked up, and we walked into Logan Airport, and I wasn't visibly doing my, my, uh, my protesting was in the bag, so I wasn't really visibly doing anything. His was out of the bag, but enough out of the bag that some people could have noticed. And we were basically taken down by state troopers within about two minutes of congregating with each other. Yeah, you definitely want to have. A, yeah, you definitely want to have some sort of a staging area outside uh, the location where people can meet up first, gather to a certain number, and then go and do it. You're absolutely right about that. If you've got low numbers and they've got more than you do, then you're going to be. You may get a, uh, some some issue, some conflict. Thanks for the call tonight. Appreciate it. More. Com- MemoryDealers.com offers the world's largest selection of discounted optical transceivers, including SFPs, GBICs, XFPs, Zimpaks, and X2s, that are 100% compatible with all major networking equipment manufacturers, including Cisco, 3Com, Foundry, Alcatel, and HP, at up to 99% off list price. Memory Dealers can also offer customized solutions for your transceiver requirements, including private labeling. Memory Dealers is your trusted source for all your networking and telecom accessory needs, in stock and ready to ship via overnight delivery. MemoryDealers.com This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up what you want. Just dial in via the toll-free number at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. Joining you tonight, it is Ian. And Sam. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com where the features are completely free. So head over there, enjoy those. And you can support the show if you'd like. Uh, If you you appreciate the fact that we give you the website and the content for free, you can still... Join up as a Free Talk Live amplifier and get behind Free Talk Live for as little as three bucks a month. You'll get perks like access to the AMP-only call-in lines, AMP-only forum, and more. Get the details. Get signed up with any major credit card. PayPal, alternative options available as well at amp.freetalklive.com. That's amp.freetalklive.com. We go to the phones and the fun. Vince is in Indiana. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Vince. Oh, Ian and uh, I can think of your guest's name. Sam is here and Sam? he's the co-host tonight. What's on your mind tonight, Vince? Well, I just wanted to uh, 
they did an article on this, uh, this Homeland Security, where mm-hmm. you know they, it was in the Indianapolis Star how they interviewed two of the passengers who were just in love with it. Oh, I'm sure they can. You can always find somebody <laughs> that'll uh, wag their tail for the police state. I just, but because uh, I, I was also going to ask you guys about another thing about this because I. I on another radio show, I don't like to say that, but this gentleman from the Merlin Project a couple weeks ago, and they were talking about the whip-around effect with this because I guess the people from the TSA, and uh, they met with this Janet Napolitano last week, and they were talking about the financial concerns, especially regional airports possibly being, and airlines being forced to shut down. Yeah, because I know, people aren't traveling. Well, the pilots' union has been in there meeting with with uh, Napolitano, and at first they said, "No, no, you know, sorry if you don't like it, tough." And then they brought up the point that, "Wait a minute, you're telling me that you don't trust the pilot to go through security without getting irradiated in the body scanner or having his private parts felt up, but yet you trust him to like take control of the airplane and fly it around?" Mm. <laughs> you know, there's just such a gap in the logic there. And uh, companies like Disney apparently are also, you know, up in arms over this because people are calling and saying, hey, I'd love to come, you know, bring my kids, but I'm not going to have them molested at the airport in order to get there. Vince? Thanks for the call tonight. Appreciate hearing from you at 800-259-9231. Sounding very pensive there. 800-259-9231. So we started the hour out by telling you about Gizmodo. That uh, Gizmodo.com has investigated that, oh, well, guess what? Looks like the U.S. Marshals in a Florida federal courthouse are using one of these body scanning machines, the Gen 2 millimeter wave scanner. uh, And turns out that they've been saving those images. In fact, 35,000 of them. And they made a little video that you can watch on their website that actually shows you what some of these uh, look like. And they say, we understand it'll be controversial to release these photographs, but identifying features have been uh, eliminated. And fortunately for those who walk through, that is Gizmodo eliminated them, not yeah, the, uh, the not government. the TSA. Unfortunately, for those who walked through the scanner in Florida last year, this mismanaged machine used the less embarrassing imaging technique. I presume that means that it was, uh, you know, maybe a little older, perhaps. Yet the leaking of these photos demonstrates the security limitations of not just this particular machine, but millimeter wave and X-ray backscatter body scanners operated by federal employees in courthouses and by TSA officers in airports across the country. That we can see these images today almost guarantees that others will be seeing similar images in the future. If you're lucky, it might even be a picture of you or your family. While the fidelity of the scans from this machine are of surprisingly low resolution, especially compared to the higher-resolution naked scanners that are using the potentially harmful X-ray backscatter technology, the TSA and other government agencies have uh, repeatedly touted the quality of advanced imaging technology, while simultaneously assuring customers that operators cannot store, print, transmit, or save the image, according to the TSA. Which we know that's nonsense. Yeah, it's a total lie, because in London, the... uh the TSA agents came out when that, uh, I forget if he was an actor, Indian actor or something, went through the TSA scanners. They came out with printouts of his naked body image and asked him to sign them. Mm-hmm. That happened, uh, I think it was like six months ago. So that was a total lie. Then there was an also, also an incident where one of the TSA employees uh, had been scanned and the other employees were making, making fun, fun of, of his penis size yep. and he punched one of them and went to jail. So <laughs> it's, it's just a, such a lie. 
And uh, whatever the stated policy, it's clear, according to Gizmodo, that it is trivial for operators to save images and remove them for distribution if they choose not to follow guidelines or that other employees could remove images that are inappropriate uh, that are inappropriately if accidentally. I'm not sure if I understand that sentence. Inappropriately if accidentally stored. Oh, I see. Inappropriately if accidentally. Yeah, like it's an accident. Oops. 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 Fit 35,000 accidents. <laughs> How do we do that? So, and we're talking about pictures of kids. I mean, this is this is child sure. pornography. If well, it was anyone definition. but the government, yeah, yeah, but there are people. They that get have been, to decide. That's th- the problem, right? There have been people that have had their lives ruined because they developed a photo of their child in a bathtub. Uh, this is essentially this, this, the same thing. It's a naked photo. It's not actual porn because there's nothing sexual going on. Uh, but maybe that's what happens when you say no. Is that's when they get to grab your genitals. And will they also get to touch your children's genitals too? I imagine oh, yeah. they would, right? Yeah. Why not? I mean, That's hey, be a fun they'll job use for some these people. kids as as potential bombs. So it's true. We we can't. Uh, we have to target everybody. This is this is really. We're not going to target the terrorists. Well, we promise you, though. We've screened for pedophiles, and none of our TSA no, agents are actually pedophiles. So. Actually, the screening part of that statement is true. They have gone through and they've screened the TSA workers themselves and asked them. Are you? Uh, do you have any objections to the advanced pat downs? Do you? Are you worried about radiation from the backscatter machines? And if they say yes, okay, you're laid off. Here's your pink slip. Really? So they, yeah, they have actually gone through, conducted these interviews. The people who have objected to them, some of them have come forward on uh, radio interviews and shows and things, and said, yeah, I was fired after saying. No, I, I do object to the uh, body scanners, and I don't feel comfortable being around them all day or sending people through them. So in that case, then, they are calling, calling their workforce yeah. to have only the most obedient Hardcore and police state thugs. people. Wow. That's what's happening. 1-800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. So look for more of these body scanners, not only coming to an airport nearby you, but maybe a local bus stop. Maybe the you know the local courthouse will have one soon. You'll see that you start to see these things everywhere, and it's only a matter of time before they just say, "Yeah, you can't opt out anymore." If you want to, if you want to fly, you got to walk through that X-ray machine. It used to be you could leave the security checkpoint in their own, in the TSA's own manuals, which I've read on you know how they conduct procedures at the checkpoints. It wasn't until you put your bag on the x-ray belt that you were committed to go through the screening. Mm-hmm. And then they decided, well, now it's once you get in line. So if you get in line, now you they, you're just you're you apparently cannot leave. Can change your mind. Until they put their hand in your pants and and feel around. Mm. And or then take when a naked picture. When or take a naked picture and get get a little dose of radiation, which they've also lied about because that what they first said, and I know the TSA's response, the mindless robots there is, you know, the talking points that they that the higher ups have given the the poor people who are there being irradiated and, and poisoned. They've told them, oh, it's it's equivalent to a thirty minute flight on an airplane. Which I, I'm what the question that I have about that is, well, is that based on the original numbers that you guys came out and told people that you know these are the radiation levels because those were proven to be ten to thirty times higher than what they first came out and said. So is it really more like a 90 or a several-hour plane ride? Sam, this is the government. They care about you. They're looking out for you. They wouldn't want to you know, submit you to something that could be dangerous. I mean, it's not like we're talking about the same government that tested nuclear weapons on human beings and, you know, allowed... gave kids gonorrhea in uh, South American countries. Yeah, that was in the past. Look, they were sorry about that. But, Sam. I mean, not even just the people, but the TSA agents themselves, these idiots that are in there, oh, okay, I'll do whatever you want if I get a paycheck. Mm. 
they're standing around these machines all day long and getting trace amounts of radiation sent their way. Mm -hmm. That is not a healthy environment, and it's no different than what they have done to the troops in Iraq and Iran, or in Iraq and uh, Afghanistan. They've, They've exposed them to DU. A lot of those guys are coming back with all these health health ailments and dying because it's just so deadly. Uh, they've sent birth defects through the roof over there, and they just don't care. I mean, that's what that's what I hear from some of these people who come out after the fact and talk about how they were abused. They really believed that the system was going to take care of them. Surprise! That, that the government was going to be there for them. That you know, hey, I'm on the I'm on the team. I'm on the good team. The government's going to do good for me. If it turns out that the government lied, and it's exactly what we were saying earlier, you Get can't do lost. anything. Yeah. You can't do anything about it. Oh, what are you going to do? Challenge them in their court system? Do you happen to have the uh, $50,000 or however much it would cost to hire the lawyers to uh, to go and do something like that? And then, you know, are you going to roll the dice in hopes that they'll actually find in favor of you versus Seven finding years, in favor of five, the government? You know, several years later. Right. As yeah, right, It could be a decade <laughs> later. The system is not designed to change for the better. It's designed to just keep getting worse. That's right. Uh, It doesn't matter who you elect or who you sue. The only way to stop this is to stop cooperating and to stop obeying these people. Secession might be nice, too. More coming up. Hour 2 is next. You take control. This is Free Talk Live. How long can you hold your breath? Not long. After air, water is the most critical factor for life. There are dozens of toxic substances in tap water, even pharmaceutical drugs that city processing can't remove. Sadly, most bottled water isn't much better. The chemicals in the bottles themselves are a serious health concern and a huge environmental problem. Filtering your own drinking water is the logical answer. You'll have a much better quality of water and save a bunch of money, too. Aquasana filters are thorough and more affordable per gallon than even pitcher-type filters. Aquasana is consistently voted the best choice by Consumers Digest. The filters are easy to use and install. Call 866-NO-BOTTLE to order or link online through freetalklive.com. If you'd like a 20% discount, and who wouldn't, when ordering online, use the discount code FTL. Again, that's FTL. Or call toll-free 866-NO-BOTTLE and tell them we sent you to get a great discount on all Aquasana products. Drink smart. 1-866-NO-BOTTLE. This is Free Talk Live. We are launching into the second hour of the program. You are invited to take control of the airwaves. Toll free at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll free line. 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. And we give you the features on the site. They're completely free. So do enjoy those on us. Again, that's freetalklive.com. Dot com. Joining you in the studio here, it's Ian. And Sam. Sam's here from ObscuredTruth.com as we continue here taking your phone calls about whatever you want. And then coming up, we'll tell you about the cupcake crackdown. Uh, let's first talk to Keith in, I believe, New Hampshire. You said Rhode Island or New uh, Hampshire? New Hampshire. New yeah. Hampshire is with us on the amp lines. Hello, Keith. Hey, guys. Hey, what's on Good your mind evening. tonight? So you guys were talking about the uh, the body scanners. And I just had a couple thoughts I wanted to get out. Yes, sir. I've been... Uh, Upset about it, but not really understanding uh, the reason why I'm so upset. And I think I put my finger on it today and see what you guys think about this. All right. Um, so 
it's it's really a process of dehumanization yes. that is happening, right? So you guys had talked about the uh, Stanford prison experiment before with Philip Zimbardo. Yeah, that's an amazing really, experiment where people who are placed in roles, certain roles, will fully embrace those roles. Um, so you take some college students that have never been prison guards or prisoners before, and you tell them they're prison guards and prisoners, and you put them in a uh, you know a scene that doesn't really mimic prison too much. Uh, but nonetheless, they uh, they hop right in. The prison guards uh, become sadistic, and the prisoners start doing things like prisoners would do, and it's it's an amazing study for anybody that hasn't looked uh, closely at it. The Stanford Prison Experiment, right? So this this is this body scanning groping issue is really an issue of dehumanization. You know, these thousands of federal employees are being taught by the system, by the rules that are in place. They're being taught to view their fellow man as subhuman. And if you think about it, every great atrocity that's ever happened. Dehumanization is a critical component because sure. if you view your fellow man as an individual like yourself, then there's a there's a level of morality that comes into play. Yes. But if you view them as if they're animals or livestock, um, you know, this, as the as the slaves were, as the Jews were. Yeah. Know, the so German so the German newspapers ran cartoons, you know, basically making the point that the Jews were like cockroaches. And I remember a while back here in America, somebody made that sort of same analogy to Muslims, and it, it brought back that those stories and said, look, this is what's happening, and this is what government does. It, it divides people up, it takes groups and puts them against each other so that they start fighting amongst themselves and being distracted from the, the real issue, the government that's sitting there robbing them and invading their uh, privacy and taking away their rights. And, you know, it's just, it never stops. Right. And so dehumanization, uh, I printed out the definition, but it's to deprive to deprive someone of human qualities such as individuality, compassion, dignity, or civility. What is more undignifying than forcing someone to stand naked before you, even though it's an image on a computer, the, 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 all the parties involved know that it's just as if you're standing there, there naked for the most part, or being groped and touched in your, you know, your genitalia. What is more undignifying than that? And what's happening, I, I think what's going to happen uh, is that these federal employees, their character is going to be fundamentally altered. Oh, yeah. Um, and Keith, and if look, you go back to this. Look at what happens when you ask a question, when you say, wait a minute, I'm not like Meg did. I'm not comfortable with this. I want to know what you guys are about to do. They flip out and the police respond the same way. You know, anytime we're out dealing with them and we ask them a question, well, what do you mean by that? You're saying that this is against the law, but what does this mean? They just, their, their indoctrination doesn't go that deep. So they can't actually address any of these questions without realizing that, hey, I'm not, I'm just dehumanizing this person and not treating them like a human being. So I'm not even going to answer questions. You either do it or you're under arrest or we're going to walk you out of the airport or whatever. Right. The citizen doesn't deserve an answer because they're not on the same level as the person. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So there's there's one other thing. I don't know. I don't remember you guys ever talking about this, but if you follow um, Philip Zimbardo, he has a new uh, book and there's a lecture that you can watch online. And it's called uh, the, the title of his lecture is called The, the Lucifer Effect. Mm-hmm. And basically, uh, from what I understand, it's his theory of how when these rules get in place in a hierarchical system, that the rules fundamentally change the character of the actors involved. 
and uh, just like in the, Stan- in the Stanford uh, prison experiment. Well, it's not and to say even, that they couldn't you know, be changed back eventually, right? I mean, the Stanford prison kids probably went on to have normal lives where they weren't prison guards and didn't lord power over people after that. Um, but yeah, I see where you're coming from. I mean, if, they, if people are put in the right circumstances and encouraged in the in the uh, the wrong, or I guess in the wrong circumstances, and encouraged to think in these uh, inhumane manner, uh, and and you know, encouraged with rewards and re- encouraged with paychecks and recur- encouraged with uh, you know thanks and encouragement from their coworkers, then uh, yeah, that that makes an effect on people. It, it creates a culture and an environment where this kind of behavior becomes the norm for them. And they don't. Right. They, they disconnect from their humanity. They disconnect from what they're doing. Exactly. And they just they. they it makes it easier for them to take whatever the next step is, yes. and whatever the next step is. That's why they can't just do this all at once. That's why this didn't all come crashing in right after September 11th. Uh, they had to do it slowly because they they have to right. condition the public to accept it, but they also have to train the employees right. that this is okay. No, no, now. You know, before we did X, Y, and Z, now we're going to add A, B, and C, and it's all okay because we're just doing it gradually. Baby steps to tyranny. In the Stanford Prison Experiment, the the participants knew it was an experiment. They were actors in this, you know, this little Petri dish, and they knew that eventually they would go back to their their normal lives. Mm -hmm. But with the TSA and with other programs like that, that's real life. And it's uh, It's a career. career, Right. And and it's only expanding. It's only growing. So it's not like... You know, you can't hit the pause button on it. It's just going to continue to uh, to grow unless. Yeah, well, if they it. don't please their masters at the upper echelons of the TSA, then the you know the little guys won't have a chance of of supervising their own checkpoint someday. So they have to right. do what That's they're true. told. How long before they have uh, quotas? You know, they they say the police don't have quotas, but they have targets. And if you don't hit your target, then you're in trouble with the commander. So you better make your target. How long until they have targets to find drugs or to find, uh, you know, mm. subversive material? Who knows what? Anything else you want to share tonight, Keith? That's all I got. Thanks, guys. Thanks for the call. I appreciate hearing from you at 800-259-9231. Very important psychological component there yeah and i just want to add the stanford prison experiment has been made into a movie called the experiment it's it's like a drama dramatized movie yeah they they uh change it a little bit the the stanford prison experiment was held in a basement of one of the buildings at stanford there they actually in the movie moved them off to some deserted uh jail that was Mm -hmm. being built out there and so forth but uh, I think a lot of it was true to what originally happened. I mean, they were dragging the prisoners out, peeing on them when they uh, were in the other rooms that weren't covered by the cameras. And I think this is the same kind of abuses and behavior that we can expect if this is allowed to continue. If the TSA starts dragging people off for body cavity searches, and in fact, there's a, a Flickr photo. I don't, I don't, I think it was verified, but I don't know for sure that was taken behind one of the security checkpoints of the TSA person's uh, screen, and he had a picture up of uh, how to uh, uh, how to teach your kids that uh, anal probing is okay, or yeah, something I saw like that. that. It looked like they were looking at one of the uh, pictures that was made to poke fun at the TSA. Uh, okay, okay. So they were looking at something that they was had poking made fun at it them. their background screensaver or something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, so embracing the uh, being made just fun of. Just making basically. a joke of it because yeah. they, they don't see these people as humans, you know, like the caller was pointing out. 
Well, I don't know if they don't see them as humans at this point, but they certainly see them. They certainly see it as a job, and they certainly are willing to do this job. And maybe some of them are worse than others as far as how dehumanized they've become. I would imagine yeah. that that's the case. And the ones that had a problem with it have been fired, so they're gone. Allegedly, I mean, we know that uh, TSA George is still calling us, and I'm right. sure he is on our side on that one. So 800-259-9231. Maybe he told him a lie in order to keep his job. I don't know. Or maybe that's only happened in some airports. 800-259-9231. But it's not all about checkpoints because there are children selling cupcakes and they need to be stopped. We'll talk about what happened. 800-259-9231 to two 13-year-old boys here in moments. Also, uh, take your phone calls about whatever's on your mind. This is Free Talk Live. Have you ever wished that you could buy, sell, and trade in silver in your community? Dell Valley Silver has a no-cost turnkey setup for you. You recruit six to eight businesses in your area to accept Dell Valley Silver rounds as barter currency, and your wish is granted. You get paid, and you promote the use of real money. This isn't like so many other silver currency setups where it's really just a system to sell high-priced rounds. It's a free market system based on Austrian economics. DellValleySilver.com. DellValleySilver.com. This is Free Talk Live. You take control of the airwaves and dial in toll-free at 1-800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 800-259-9231. Join us on our website at freetalklive.com. You can head over there and enjoy the various different features that we have for you. They are totally free, so... Do enjoy those, including our bulletin board system where you can get interactive with other Free Talk Live listeners at bbs.freetalklive.com. Now, when it comes to potential police abuse, the most important place to protect yourself is while driving. Freedomcam.net has a groundbreaking new product that gives you the best all-around protection. That is their GPS black box dash cam. It's easy-to-use unit, has video cameras recording all around and inside your vehicle. It also has a built-in microphone and GPS navigation, which records your driving route and speed. For traffic stops and all other driving incidents, protect yourself with the ultimate witness at freedomcam.net. As we continue here, uh, we will take your phone calls. Uh, Zeus just sent me an email, Sam, with the My First Cavity Search. Is this what you saw? That's it, exactly, yep. Yeah, helping your child understand why he may pose a threat to national security. And you're saying that uh, there there was this picture of a TSA workstation where they actually had this either as a background or they had it pulled up full screen. They were looking at. So, you know, maybe that person just has a sense of uh, sense of humor. Boy, that is funny, isn't it? <laughs> Just laughing so hard. It was intended, I think, to be funny. This, you know, obviously they're not searching anybody's cavities yet. Um, but some of these, I think this was intended as a joke. Uh, yeah, but some but things to aren't. think that a TSA agent would take that and put it on his computer and say, ha ha, yeah, yeah. We, we will go there that's if we want pretty, to. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I think that's a little weird. Uh, but there are some things that have been made that are definitely not jokes. I believe that there's at least recently this I think it was earlier this year, like Play School came out with and I think this was for real, they came out with the TSA checkpoint. Like oh. you know how they had the little play school guys with the 
the features that are very almost non-existent, the, the little men and the women, and you move them around and yeah. you get the, the place. It's a it's a bit popular brand. Parents know exactly what I'm talking about. Uh, play school that the they actually had. Block men. Yeah, they actually mm-hmm. had like a TSA checkpoint. Well, they have uh, police and, right. and stuff. So it's right. just another extension. I mean, this is normal, Ian. It's very uh, disturbing. Let's continue here. Of course, you can dial in toll-free and bring up anything. Ralph is in Arizona. Coming up, still the cupcake crackdown. We'll tell you about that. Ralph in Arizona, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Sam. What a great show. This is actually the first night I ran into you. I'm a shortwave listener. Oh, thanks, Ralph. Uh, Where are we at on shortwave? I I didn't know we were up there. Well, actually, um, I'm listening to your streaming. Uh, I got some kind of streaming on my phone and i was playing around with it putting in gcn and i got channel two and channel four of gcn okay so you didn't hear us on shortwave okay so what's on your mind tonight um well i'm i'm an amateur radio operator i don't know if you have any clue what that is sure sure ham radios it's a a a licensed type of uh, radio two-way radio operation that I don't know how popular it is, um, but you know certainly it was more popular in the past as CB radio uh, used to be as well. Right, absolutely. Well, you know we get all these great talk shows and all these listeners, and uh, I'm just trying to find a way to bring them together. It's very popular right now. Um, the internet did take quite a chunk out of the uh, amount of operators, but today the FCC they'll give you a HF license, work all all the bands. Uh, without doing a Morse code, you take three simple tests, and you're on the air. Well, why would anybody and, want to go and get a license? Well, I understand. <laughs> I believe it was Franklin that said, uh, no free man needs permit a license. I agree with you 110%. But the payback, uh, I think, is much, much um, more valuable if I could have five, just say 50 of your listeners meeting on a Thursday night on a frequency, and we're all over America, possibly all over the world, and we're discussing your show. Well, it's an interesting idea. Of course, we we already have a chat room, and uh, people can do that in there without having to jump through an FCC hoop or you know put any new investment into buying equipment. I think there's value in two-way radio transmissions, even in these days with the uh, the internet around, especially as kind of a backup emergency radio system. Uh, I think there's some real value there. But I don't know if if we're in the the a day and time you know in, in our current society where you're going to have too much popularity of people sitting in a, a ham radio open chat session where essentially only one person can talk at a time. That's one of the restrictions of two way radio. Uh, whereas if you're in a chat room, different people can be sending different messages to other people. Again, there's value in it for emergency purposes. But what you're talking about would be, you know, people laying out the money for a ham radio set as well as an antenna, getting it in, you know, put in, installed properly, and then getting on and hopefully being able to talk to other people on a on a similar channel. And presuming they got the uh, the licenses, which is another issue because you can go out and buy a ham radio for pretty cheap. I mean, 150 bucks will get you a mobile ham radio unit that you can install in a vehicle or get a power converter and install it at home. Uh, but if you start operating on the ham band without getting your little permission slip, then a lot of the little obedient ham operators will track you down. They'll get in their truck. They'll uh, they'll try to find your signal so they can oh, snitch yeah. you out to I've the FCC. That. I've done that before with stolen equipment, and we found it. But I think the point is I'm not relying on anybody but 12 volts of electricity, 
And, you know, some of the oldest nets in this country that have been around for over 50 years, uh, one of them is a Liberty Net, and they discuss exactly what you do. Um, in a forum, one person uh, holds, you know, communicates for five minutes, seven minutes, say what they got to say. Then a round table, everyone can ask comments or send comments or ask comments. We well, how do people how do people get in touch? I mean, if if people already have a ham license and they want to meet up with this Liberty Net, uh, how would they how would they find that? Is there a website? Three point nine five zero, right around there, maybe up five KCs uh, or down five KC. So if you're on the ham, you'll know you'll know what that means. It uh, sounds like a frequency, and I, you know, I think it's a neat idea. I like. I've always been a radio geek myself. Um, it just. Getting that to be be popular is another issue. We do have uh, some activists on two way radio up here in New Hampshire. Uh, it was not ham, the ham band was not chosen for obvious reasons. Uh, you want to stay away from the obedient hams that will that will try to track well, you that's down. Where the Liberty Net, that's where the Liberty Net comes from. It's from Manchester, New Hampshire. Oh, interesting. Well, thanks for the heads up and on that. I'm I, telling you guys, you, I think you're missing the point. The point is, there's no uh, okay. You get your license, big deal. That is a big deal for a lot of people. I'm not going to get a license, period. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I'm just telling you, you know, it's a great way to communicate with one another. And if TSA goes overboard and starts kicking doors down and one at a time looking for firearms, uh, it'll be a big help to the situation. Oh, I agree with you. I, yeah, I, mean, I agree, too. We, I think, you're talking to two people who both have uh, Marine Band radios and... Um, I'm actually thinking about or, or in the process of setting up a little solar system where I will be able to power the my radio and maybe a, a computer and some other things, be able to charge batteries for my camera in the event of a power outage or something like that. Uh, but having that radio communication is important. Yeah, I'm, I don't know if – I think you're wrong. I'm not misunderstanding you. I'm just telling you that it's not going to be likely to become you know any way popular amongst most people. It's – still a little obscure and especially if you want to throw in the idea of having to get licenses that's just going to kill it especially for a lot of liberty lovers thanks for the call tonight i appreciate hearing from you at 800-259-9231 you take control of the airwaves bring up what you want this is free talk live are you moving to new hampshire for the free state project maybe you are already here and need to find a place to call your own mark warden the porcupine realtor will help you find the perfect property do you want a home with 50 acres of land How about an income-producing building? Perhaps a cabin on a lake or a condo in an urban area? Invest in liberty and property. Contact Mark Warden, Porcupine Realtor. See his banner ad at freetalklive.com. Or visit porcupinerealtor.com. That's porcupinerealtor.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up whatever's on your mind by dialing in toll-free and take control of the airwaves at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. Join us on our website at freetalklive.com and enjoy our features there completely free. Features including our mobile site. You've got a smartphone? Punch us up there. Go to m.freetalklive.com to access our mobile page with quick links to our streams and podcasts. Go to m.freetalklive.com. Now, if you've ever considered uh, taking your case to court without an attorney, you need to know about Jurisdictionary.com. It's a course for people without a lawyer that must know what it takes to win. And for people that actually have lawyers that want to minimize their legal fees by getting some clue of what it is those lawyers are supposed to be doing, 
uh, and maximize winning by knowing what should be done. It works for plaintiffs and defendants, and it costs less than an hour with any good lawyer. And so easy that an average eighth grader can go through the complete four CD course in a single weekend. You can get it at jurisdictionary.com. That's jurisdictionary.com. As we continue here, uh, the cupcake situation has been developing in Newcastle. That's uh, New York. When Andrew DeMarchis and Kevin Graff, two 13-year-olds from Chappaqua's Seven Bridges Middle School, this from lowhud.com, set up shop at Gedney Park on a fall weekend last month, they were expecting a tidy profit. Instead, the two wannabe entrepreneurs selling cupcakes, cookies, brownies, and Rice Krispie treats, I don't think that makes them wannabe entrepreneurs. I think that makes them entrepreneurs. Sound like terrorists to me. Like when you when you go out and you do something that is of a business investment mindset that you're attempting to uh, put an investment into cupcakes and then turn but, them around no, and sell no. them. That's... Ian, legitimate business people go get licenses and permits. They beg oh, permission first. That's why they're wannabe by, their, by yes. the news. These guys are not real. They're fake. Well, they're selling. Uh, they were selling cupcakes and Rice Krispie treats, and they baked uh, baked them earlier and sold them for a buck each. They got a taste of cold, hard bureaucracy, according to Lowhud. Newcastle Councilman Michael Wolfson came upon the sale and called the cops on the kids for operating without a license. <laughs> Who is this guy? Some uh, a council member. Oh, okay, some bureaucrat. Of the- course. Purportedly an elected uh, bureaucrat. The boy's parents are incensed and can't believe a town board member would handle the situation that way. Kevin's mother says, I'm shocked and sad for the boys. It was such a great idea and they worked hard at it. But then some town board member decided to get on his high horse and wreck their dreams. Well, these boys have got to be taught a lesson. You know, this and, is hey, the way we things... have to. Yeah, we have to protect the established businesses in town who are jumping through all of our hoops and paying all of our taxes and fees and doing everything that we want. We like being in control. So if somebody tries to start something outside of our little fiefdom, mm-hmm. we got to put a stop to this. Demarchus and Graf, along with their other classmates Zachary Bass and Daniel Katz, had a simple, if half-baked, business plan: sell their treats at Gedney Park for a couple of years and save up enough to open a restaurant. The first day was wildly successful, the boys said. Well, of course, you know, they'd have to open the restaurant in their mom's house, and that no, would be even worse. No, they wouldn't have a vent hood. I mean, you have right. to have a, a ten, twenty thousand dollars vent hood in order to open up a restaurant. Yeah, then they'll get in some real trouble if they actually try to uh, to sell something out of uh, your of their house. The first day was wildly successful, said the boys. They netted $120, of which they invested 60 to buy a cart from Target and added water and Gatorade to their offerings for their second day. Wow. Uh, so taking their profits and reinvesting them into the business. Very smart. Which was in October. Uh, after about an hour of brisk business, during which DeMarchis and Graf uh, apparently said they made $30, police arrived at their stand and asked them to shut it down. Oh, see, they're just asking. It's obviously not <laughs> something they have to do. The police officer was extremely pleasant, said Andrew's mother. He said that he was sorry to have to do this, but he was following up on a report filed over the phone by a town board member. Kevin was so upset he was crying all the whole way home. He was worried if he was going to get arrested or have a criminal record. Great. The boys, all of whom had bar mitzvahs this year, had done projects to benefit charities in the community, said their parents. The projects included collecting books for the children's hospital and raising money for Haiti's earthquake victims. These are very good kids who haven't gone to the principal's office once, said Kevin's mother. This was a very scary experience for them. Oh, but I thought the cop was nice. 
I thought the cop was very nice about yeah, it. Yeah, he was. Very he was sorry. very friendly as he was oppressing and tyrannizing these two thirteen-year-old. Uh, Apparently, boys. even though he was so sorry and so nice about how he asked them to shut down the uh, the cupcake stand, he still frightened them and managed to get them to think they were going to have a criminal record and possibly be arrested uh, over this. Hey, he's just doing his job, Ian. Come on. Well, that's what his excuse was, right? Well, I'm sorry, but I have to do this. You boys can't just be selling cupcakes out here. You need to be asking permission from your masters and the town government first. This month, after receiving a complaint from a friend of the uh, DeMarches family, the Journal News filed a New York State Freedom of Information law request for the police report. The report listed Wolfson as filing the complaint. He said, or excuse me, Wolfenson said Thursday that he called the police after asking the boys if they were raising funds for charity. He said this, all vendors selling on the town property have to have a license, whether it's boys selling baked goods or a hot dog vendor. Who was elected to the board in 2007 after becoming well-known in the community for leading a contentious five-year effort to build a 9-11 memorial. Uh, the couldn't Wolfson have simply told the boys that they needed a license the parents want to know instead of calling the police he said, in hindsight, maybe I should have done that, but I wasn't sure if I was allowed to do that. The police are trained to deal with these sorts of issues. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I, I like the, the implication is that, well, it's not, it's not that we're against these boys who are out there selling water and Gatorade and hot dogs or whatever it is. It's that they were on town property. If they were if they were doing this from their house, then it would be a okay, Ian. It's just that's because they're on town property. That's so. That's such BS. What do you because, mean? Well, it's exactly what you were saying earlier. If you're selling food out of your house and the government people find out about it, they are going to crack down on well, you. Well, that's like, a that's a health issue, though. That's not a licensing issue. You can do it from your house. Just you you have to. You don't want people getting sick from your food, do you? <laughs> from the cupcakes. We're keeping you safe. Well, they've got a picture of this fat bureaucrat here, this Michael Wolfenson, uh, while, and he just looks like a scumbag. Just a greasy scumbag. <laughs> How many cupcakes has he eaten? Yeah. Uh, while Newcastle Parks use permit, excuse me, Parks use permit requires a $1 million certificate of insurance and a fee ranging from 150 to $350 per two hours. <laughs> How in the hell are you supposed to sell enough soda pop and uh, cupcakes in order to afford something like that? How do two 13-year-old kids get a million-dollar insurance policy? Not going to happen. Good question. Not going to happen. And the uh, parks super supervisor said the permits are given on a case-by-case basis. He said this, it's the girl, if the Girl Scouts are selling cookies or the local youth organization raising money for charity, the fee can be waived. But if Sally and Judy want to make money to go to the movies, there might be a charge and their parents would have to be involved. Because you can't do anything without the permission of an adult. You can't do anything without asking the government's permission first. You have to go and beg and uh, get down on one knee in front of your almighty bureaucratic masters. And then maybe if they are feeling charitable toward you children, they will allow you to have your little cupcake stand. But not if you're going to use it to buy an Xbox game. Oh, no. <laughs> it's just a racket. You know, why don't people see this for what it is? What's more important, he said, is the Parks Department needs to be informed. He said, we need to know who is in the park and what they are doing. What if there was work going on that was dangerous? Let's just chip everybody so that we can track all of our citizens <laughs> all the time, and then they can run all their finances through the little chip, and that way we'll know who's paying their taxes and who's not, because we need to know... 
you know, what everybody's doing, when money is changing hands so that we can get our cut. Don't worry. He is very concerned here. He he says he understands. He's, he's going to empathize here. I, I understand why parents would think they can do this. This is the head of the Parks Department. People may not be aware that they need a permit. So we will teach them a lesson by bringing the cops out and threatening them with arrest if they try to, you know, to do something. They'll, that'll, that'll learn them real quick. These little boys got a taste of what it's like to be an adult. I think these little boys got a taste of what it's like to live in, under a police state. Yeah. And hopefully this is an experience that opens their eyes to the way the world really is, to the way the government looks at them as their property. You're, you're a slave. We own you. We'll tell you what you can and can't do. And if you don't like it, we got a cage waiting for you over here. Here's what Andrew had to say about it afterwards. He said, I don't get too many offers for babysitting, and we live in a development, so shoveling snow is not an option either. We were being entrepreneurs, but now I feel a little defeated. It's the land of the free. More coming up here, 800-259-9231, Free Talk Live. Do you have a product or service that you can sell to a national audience? Free Talk Live is a nationally syndicated talk show on more than 80 talk radio stations from Alaska to Florida. We've been named to Talkers Magazine's Heavy 100 list. That's the 100 most important radio talk shows in the nation twice. And the number one political podcast on podcastawards.com four out of the last five years. You can have access to our 80 plus stations and our large and loyal podcast audience for as little as $500 a month. Contact me, Mark, at freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. You take control of the airwaves and dial in toll-free at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. Join us on our website at freetalklive.com and enjoy the features you'll find there completely free. Head over there at freetalklive.com and you can uh, you can get plenty of archives, you can get interactive with other listeners, and if you want to, you want to voluntarily support the show, you can shop with us at amazon.freetalklive.com. Just enter Amazon through that link and Free Talk Live will get a portion of the purchase price. Amazon.freetalklive.com. Get your shopping done, get the stuff you need, get the stuff that you want. It's likely all going to be there and likely you'll get a really good price as well. Amazon.freetalklive.com. We just finished telling you about the cupcake crackdown that was going on in New York uh, where a couple of 13-year-old boys were threatened by the law for daring to bake some Rice Krispie treats and some cupcakes and and daring to set up a, a table and sell them for a profit without giving the money to a charity because, you know, they're young. They wanted to make a little bit of money for themselves. Sometimes when you don't have a you know stream of income coming in on a regular basis, it's nice to be able to buy an Xbox game or a PlayStation 3 game or something like that. And who knows what they were going to do, do with the money they earned, but they had a successful first day. And then the second day, they attracted the attention of the law where a, a local city councilor noticed them doing their business he came over and got nosy and asked them what they uh, were doing and if it was benefiting a charity and then he proceeded to call the police on them the police came down and uh, supposedly asked them to remove the table and the little boys were so frightened the young young men i guess uh were so frightened that they uh, were scared they were gonna have a criminal record that they would be arrested over this and the very last quote, I think it bears repeating here, uh, Andrew, one of the young men, said, uh, I don't get too many offers for babysitting, and we live in a development, so shoveling snow is not an option either. We were being entrepreneurs, but now I feel a little defeated. 
You see, nobody told Andrew that in order to be an entrepreneur in many ways in this country, you have to beg permission first from the government people. They just somebody must have just told him that, hey, this is America, the land of the free, where you can start on the bottom rung and make your way to the top. Hard work and working smart. You know, this is what counts. And they, he must have believed that. And he went out, and who can blame him? I and mean, it sounds like a great idea, the idea that you can just go out and start making money for yourself without having to uh, ask permission or get a permission slip from uh, mommy or daddy government in this particular case. And then he was smacked down by the men with guns and taught a lesson, taught the lesson that, hey, Andrew, it's a lot easier to just go out and, and get yourself a job. Then you won't have to worry about yeah, any but, kind of uh, licensing or in most jobs. You won't have to worry about getting licensed and jumping through all these hoops. You can just plug in and, and just get a regular paycheck, and you don't have to worry about taking risks with investments and, yeah, and you know, losing money, perhaps. And we have we have the system in place. There are these rules, and the, these rules and these laws and statutes, they were in, established for a reason to keep us all safe and you know, we just we can't let you just come out here and break them because then everybody else would would want to do that. So that is I'm sorry. So tr- it's so true. I've heard the uh, the people that are so indoctrinated into this system defend it based on that. Yeah. Well, we just can't let so and so build a house without permission. We just can't let so and so sell soda pop on the side of the road without permission. We just can't let somebody do this without permission first because then everybody will get it in their head that they're free people and that they can go ahead and live uh, live freely. Which, of course, we actually haven't seen that happen. I mean, that's not very realistic. Most people are still asleep. They're still brainwashed. They, they don't know these things. I mean, for instance, here in Keene, New Hampshire, we have the Free Keene Festival, which happens twice yearly. Initially, the police attempted to harass us over it. They backed down eventually. And despite actually attacking the Cub Scouts the day prior this year, there was the Pumpkin Fest, which is a very popular event here in Keene. The Cub Scouts were threatened over selling baked – excuse me, it was cotton candy – and the Cub Scouts had been there for, uh, I think, the last three or four years in the very same location and never been ha- hassled before. You actually have some coverage of this over at ObscuredTruth.com, Sam, from from a couple of months ago, about a month ago. Right. And uh, so the next day I was a little worried that the Free Keen Fest might have a crackdown coming. And they didn't. They, they left us alone. And that meant that, indeed, cupcakes were being sold without a permit. Money was being collected, and it wasn't all going to charity. Not that I have a problem with giving money to charity. I just gave recently to uh, you know some local organizations myself. But my point being that at least up here, we've had some success with having people who aren't just kids, by the way. People, adults and kids, being able to sell their baked goods or sell coffee or sell whatever it is at uh, the very least at the Free Keen Festival. I, I don't know. Selling outside of that might attract some more attention. Uh, being alone is also a, a factor here because right. at the Free Keen Festival, we've got 50 activists that are uh, that are hanging around in that same uh, vicinity. And at the at the Pumpkin Fest, is it's this big event where they have 60,000 people come into the small town of Keene. And they bring in all of the police and fire departments, so they've got a real show of force, lots of uh, of armed thugs running around, and they they don't want the people seeing people break the law and openly get away with it and openly defy the system, tell the police no, tell the police, I don't care about your laws, right. I'm not hurting anybody, you should just leave me alone. And they, they can't let that go because it would it would really severely damage the their perception of legitimacy that they hold over the people, and that's really all they have. That's what their entire system is based on. You believing that these men with guns going around threatening people is A-OK. 
and you falling in line with that and jumping through their hoops and doing whatever it is that they uh, they demand of you. And of right. course, the demands don't stop. Once you show them that you're willing to do X, they'll ask you to do Y, or they'll demand that you do Y. Because the cops used to like you, they uh, like to use terms like, "Well, we we are asking you to stop." No, you're not. You're standing there threatening me. You're threatening me to stop. If I don't stop, you're going to put me in handcuffs. You're going to put me in a cage. So there's a difference between asking and ordering. And so that's one of the things you can actually ask a policeman if yeah. they're doing something. Are you ordering me, or are you? They're, asking? they're nicely demanding obedience. Is yeah. what they're doing. So, uh, so yeah, so there you go, there you go, Andrew. You and your uh, buddies there. Now you know what it's like to be an entrepreneur in America. It's an incredibly disheartening, defeating process. Looking into, I remember when I was younger, I was, you know, I love radio. I've been talking about that tonight, uh, and I was looking into, well, what would it take to start a radio station? <laughs> <laughs> Good luck even starting the process of trying to find out how to legally go through that, to, you know, to go through the hoops. Because at that time in my life, I was uh, more indoctrinated into the government mindset, and I'm thinking, well, I want to do this right. You know, want to make sure I get a license. And I could not tell you anything about that process. I know that if you're smart, you'll, you'll, you know, you'll hire a lawyer. Yeah, because you just it's need to so hire an entertainment industry radio lawyer, Ian. That's all. It's so complicated. And I remember just recently, just a couple of few years back, just out of curiosity, I wanted to find out, you know what? I've looked into this before and it was dis- disheartening. What is the application fee? Because we know that you can send in an application, like when people are trying to immigrate here. They send in an application with their application fee, and it'll just get lost. They'll try to follow up on their application. What application? We didn't get, well, you cashed my check. Well, I don't know how that happened. We don't have your application. Something must have happened to it. Sorry, you'll have to try again. Uh, same thing with the FCC. You apply for a radio station. You put in that application fee, and they'll kick it back in your face and say, yeah, we're just not accepting this right now. We don't, we're, not, we're not giving out any stations right now, so maybe you can apply again in another year, and uh, we'll let you know how we're doing then. And I, so I was just curious, like, what is it they're charging people to apply? I looked and looked, and I just wanted to see if I could find the information. I looked and looked and looked, and I was you know, digging through the FCC's website. There's a lot of crap on that website. It's not well organized like a lot of government sites. Obama's um, still working on that. He's, he's getting you know, all the government websites online and making everything easy for people to find. So, so they claim. He'll get there. Don't worry. It's just coming. I couldn't find it, man. I mean, I, was just, I just wanted to find out what it cost to apply. What what? How many thousands of dollars do you have to lay down just to get these bureaucrats to look at an application? I mean, for the amount of money you spend applying and uh, supplicating these government bureaucrats and bending down before them and groveling, for the amount of money and time you could spend, you can just go and do what it is you wanted to do and do it at a much lower cost. You know, operating a radio station doesn't—you could drop a grand and have an operating radio station yep. on the air. Uh, that's probably. I don't know. I, I can't even speculate as to what it costs, as to what it you know to apply uh, for the FCC license. So, the lesson learned here for these boys is that being an entrepreneur is difficult. You have to deal with the police. You have to deal with these bureaucrats who think they know everything, who think they should be able to control your business. And if you don't do what they say, they will put you in a cage, and you will have a criminal record. And so, why bother going through all that? Why, why would you want to go through all the jump through all those hoops when after that, that's when the the other risk taking begins? Because after you manage to get the license and the permit and the health code and uh, the approvals and the bribes paid and all of that stuff is done, then you get to open the business. Well, then they own your butt because if you don't do if you do something that they don't like or you don't want to do what they're ordering you to. 
then they'll threaten to take away your license and send the police after you again. So Yeah, then you're you totally know, it's, owned. It's just all about control. And the answer is to just get enough people together to say, screw this. The Free no. State Project, that's the, that's the key. Freestateproject.org to learn about getting together with other like-minded, liberty-oriented people in the same place and do exactly what Sam suggested, to say no more of this. We're not going to obey and we're not going to pay you and destroy their system of legitimacy. Hour 3 is coming up. You take control. This is Free Talk Live. Peacefully, of course. Attention, all active duty members and veterans of the U.S. military. Your proud service to your country entitles you with the right to participate in special VA loan programs with benefits not available to the general public, like the ability to purchase a new home with no down payment or mortgage insurance, or refi with cash out up to 100% of your present home equity with less strict credit criteria. You are entitled to these benefits. Review them online at varadio.com. This is Tim Lewis from iFreedom Direct and a veteran of Operation Iraqi Freedom. I want you to know that as a member or veteran of the United States military, you've earned special rights and privileges. On your feet and get the details at varadio.com. iFreedom Direct Corporation is a private lender approved by the VA and licensed in most states. In certain states, certain restrictions and limitations apply. For a current list of licenses, disclosures, and all benefits, go to varadio.com. varadio.com. This is Free Talk Live. We are launching into the third hour of the program, and you, as always, are invited to take control of the airwaves. Dial in toll-free at 800-259-9231. That number is brought to you by SACL CAI. It's 1-800-259-9231. Joining you tonight, it's Ian. And Sam. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com and enjoy the various different features that we have there completely free. Again, freetalklive.com. We'll tell you more about that here as the show goes on. So, to start things out this hour, we go to the phones and to the fun to Joe calling from Connecticut. Joe, you're on Free Talk Live. Hello. Hey, what's on your mind tonight, Joe? I came to talk about the recent bans from uh, all these different states, Michigan and Washington State, of uh, the Four loco drinks, the caffeinated uh, alcoholic beverage. Yeah, we talked about this on the last Sunday show that Wayne and I did. We covered this story when it first I heard came about out. It. They've banned these drinks that contain both alcohol and caffeine uh, because some girl blacked out and was sexually abused or, or something like that. And That would never happen with just alcohol. Yeah, well, it's just so <laughs> ludicrous because uh, they, they brought this up on another, I think it was Stephanie brought up the point that, um, you know, when you go to the bar, you can order uh, energy drinks with, with liquor and mix mm. the two right there. So you're getting sure. the same thing. They're just turning it into a product that's portable. Well, clearly we need to ban the uh, bartenders from making those drinks. Go ahead with your thoughts on that, uh, Joe. Well, they uh, they went further, and they actually uh, they started to ban the, the stuff in Connecticut. They went and started to block uh, the wholesalers from uh, importing it in. So now I, I can't get my Four Locos. Wait, who is they? Uh, was it the federal government or the co- uh, Connecticut government? It's the the Connecticut government. They uh, they reached an agreement with the wholesalers. And, well, uh, meaning an agreement. <laughs> yeah. Like, look, the, you're not going to import this drink anymore. Got it? 
<laughs> yeah, kind of like the, uh, the 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 13-year-old boys that were cracked down on. They made an agreement to Please? stop doing business yeah. <laughs> uh, because they wanted, didn't want to go into a cage. So well, would there be any way for you to get the Four Locos, say, from a neighboring state or perhaps from an online vendor? Well, they, uh, they're banning it in uh, New York also, so mm. it's making it a little harder. Yeah, that's a bummer. What can you do, right? I mean, you can uh, start smuggling it or maybe uh, your local drug dealer will start picking it up. Maybe the black market can help you out. Yeah. I don't know what to tell you, man. You could probably make something sort of like that. If you get an energy drink and a, what do you call it, some vodka. Well, absolutely. Yeah, easily. Some Jolly Ranchers. Yeah, or five, take the five-hour energy drink and then uh, you know pour that into your favorite alcoholic beverage. And there, and there you go. Now, what is it that you like about it? Is it that you can buzz and be, uh, you know, have, it can be on somehow a stimulant and a depressant at the same time? Is that particularly yeah, interesting? You, you get a drink and then you're like up, you know. Normally, if you, you drink, you, you might want to... You a little tired, mm-hmm. and uh, this keeps you up, and you're drunk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I used to do when I was uh, would go out dancing at the clubs in Dallas. Well, there's got to be a way to do it. I mean, there's always a workaround, whether it's like you say to make your own or to somehow find an online vendor that just doesn't care about selling to Connecticut people. Those fe- those people have to exist. I mean, if they are outside of Connecticut's so-called jurisdiction. It seems unlikely the federal government's going to get involved, but then again, they are pretty regulatory when it comes to alcoholic drinks. So I uh, don't know. Maybe somebody with more experience in the industry could call and, and point you in the right direction. And thanks for the call tonight. I appreciate hearing from you at 800-259-9231. You know, this just shows that government doesn't operate based on reason or, you know, studies or empirical evidence or facts, anything like that. They really they go around looking at what the other governments are getting away with and who's running out in front of the parade and is it working and is it a new revenue source or or whatever can they can they get some political mileage out of it to where people will continue buying into their paradigm that they're protecting them from something, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And so that's that's all this is about. It's, oh, well, they've banned it in Chicago, so we should do it here. Well, now that For Loco has been banned, we can all rest safe that uh, teenage girls will no longer black out and be molested. Yeah. Oh, that's never happened when they've been <laughs> drinking just regular alcohols. I mean, what is it that we're supposed to believe about this Four loco drink or the other various? I'm sure there's not the only one that's caffeinated alcohol. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is it we're supposed to believe that it's somehow more likely to cause a blackout? Maybe there's some medical reason for that. I haven't heard it. Uh, I've blacked out on alcohol before. It's not fun. You do some really dangerous and stupid things in those situations. Uh, but these stories about young people blacking out from drinking too much are not uncommon. Many people have experienced it personally. So nobody's calling to ban alcohol again. And if they did, they'd be crazy. Yeah, and and if we had an environment where kids were actually growing up drinking alcohol and learning their limits before they get behind the wheel, before they're out in public, instead of this wait, 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 wait for it, and then bam, all of a sudden, here's all this responsibility that you know absolutely nothing about how to handle yourself, and you're in this period where your hormones are raging, you're trying to go out there and impress girls and look (coughs) Yep. Excuse me. Looking good to all your friends is really important. So, and you want to be cool, don't you? So here, have a drink. Yeah, and all the cool people uh, drink binge drinks, right? Yeah. So, yeah, I think you're right about that, Sam. If it was more of a a European sensibility where young people are able to be raised with alcohol and learn to respect what alcohol is, I don't think we would have as many young people that were drinking with the intention to get, as they might say, effed up 
Uh, they might be drinking with the intention to you know, get a little buzz and, and socialize and enjoy the company of their friends. Uh, but it seems like a lot of people who have problems are drinking for the purpose of getting effed up. Yeah. And that's your mindset coming into it is an important factor. Yeah. So let's continue with your thoughts, uh, whether you want to talk about Four Loco or anything goes here. 800-259-9231. Kenny, the playa, is with us in Florida. You're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Sam. Hello, Kenny. Hey, how you doing? Hey, what's on your mind tonight? I wanted to talk about old, ancient, worn-out ideas and why people hold on to them even though they can't defend them. All right. Sure. And, like, um, well, you could pick a bunch of topics, but, like, let's say, um, like, government themselves. I mean, why, I mean, if people, I know a lot of people who can't really rationalize why uh, the government steals from us and everything, but yet and still... And I guess they go, um, I guess what they say, with the flow. Yeah, go along to get along. I, I mean, they just, they, it's always been this way for them. And so they just can't really perceive or they don't want to perceive how the market might take care of this problem because the way they see it, it's fine with them because no one's kicked in their door and pointed guns at their face. Or, mm. you know, they've always done what the government wanted and they, they've, you know, the well, government for the most part has left them alone. Right. And why should they, why should they leave their comfort zone? I mean, the, yeah, okay. Even if you can show them examples mm-hmm. of other people whose doors they have kicked down, even if it does come a little close to home, for instance, maybe a friend or co-workers had something like that happen and of course with the all the police raids that we have happen in this country it's more and more becomes more and more likely as time goes on that it has mm-hmm. at the very least come close uh, to affecting somebody's personal life even if you can show them all that it still is a lot easier to just go along and get along because i mean boy if you just stick your head out then they might chop it off and if you take a risk then boy that might result in jail time or it might result in uh, their neighbors looking down on them i mean the, what would the respectables think if you were out there doing civil disobedience or trying to sell cupcakes without a permit or daring to mix uh, caffeine with alcohol. I mean, we just can't be seen like that. I mean, this is our comfort zone. We've got our television. We've got our sporting events. Uh, things are, are nice. Beer. Got six-pack of beer. Right. Air conditioning, uh, heat. It's great. Why should we stick our heads out for all these other people? This is likely right. the and, rationale um, that goes on. Right. And most people that I find um, are more uh, reactive instead of proactive. You know, they really won't. Uh, do anything or say anything unless something bad has happened to them. And yeah, yep, like, it's true. Um, let's say like uh, 9-11, you know, uh, somehow everyone became an expert on uh, on the military and what we should do after 9-11. But before then, you know, it's just most people just didn't care. You're absolutely right. I wish it weren't that way. And it, it just goes to show that the more things change, the more they stay the same in many ways, because you've got uh, Pastor Martin Niemöller from the, the 1940s that wrote the, the famous poem about how first they came for the communists and I wasn't a communist, so I did not speak out. And they came for the trade unionists and I wasn't a trade unionist, and so I didn't speak out. And eventually they came for me. And at that point, there was no one left to speak out and if only americans could learn that lesson unfortunately it doesn't seem like they're going to learn it any other way but the hard way and i thank you for the call tonight i appreciate hearing from you more coming up you take control this is free talk live have you been thinking about starting a website i'm going to tell you about a great offer from hostgator hostgator is a worldwide leader for web hosting and they make it easy to get your own .com domain name you create your very own website with their free site builder tools and templates Sign up at hostgator.freetalklive.com to receive your first month completely free. Whether you want a personal blog or a complete e-commerce business website, 
Let the experts at hostgator.freetalklive.com host you. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything if you dial in toll-free. 800-259-9231. That number is brought to you by SACL CAI. And if you've got a company that needs to try something new in the area of collections, you need to know about SACL CAI. They do collections early out billing, and they purchase charged-off receivables. SACL's employees are trained in resolving issues for your customers and treating them with respect. They know that not only do you want to collect your money, but you'd like to keep those clients, too. SACL CAI. See their banner right at the top of freetalklive.com's banner column. And do business with businesses that support Free Talk Live, like SACL CAI. So uh, we continue here with your phone calls about whatever you want. 800-259-9231 is the number here. Let's go to Paul, listening in West Virginia, to WVTS. Hello, Paul. Hey, Paul, what's Uh, on your mind tonight? Well, we had a little bit of a conversation last night. We didn't quite get a chance to finish. Um, Yeah, we ran out of time. uh, Yes, sir. So you were the Paul that was calling about profiling. You think it's a good idea. There needs to be some profiling. And I'd asked you, what is your vision, Paul? What what would you like to see happen? And you didn't really clarify that. No, I did not. And um, I wanted to use the analogy of, Areas real. Um, of what? Analogy of what? I'm sorry. I wanted to use the analogy of Air Israel. Air Israel, Israel as in a air, airline from Israel. Gotcha. Yes. Okay. When the Israelites walk into that airport and they see their fellow um, military commander or military personnel, they feel comfortable walking into that because they know that the Israelites are <laughs> under attack. That, okay. Well, how how now, can you speak have you for talked those people? to all of the, the Israelites or just a sampling of them? All right. Well, all right. Let me just, let me back up. How many people from Israel have you spoken with about this? <laughs> None, right? Because I've, I've actually talked to people from Israel, from Iran that have been beaten and so forth, and they don't really hold that view about their government. So really? what you're saying is you would feel comfortable if you saw people in military fatigues with machine guns at the airport. Well, if if I was a nation of Israel... Um, we can't be nations. We're just individuals. Nations are a fantasy concept. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Then I'll, I'm going to back up here just a little bit. Mm-hmm. I'm going to back up here. I'm, I'm going to go back into profiling. All right. I'm let's do it. In, all right. How many black African American uh, over the last... 20 years in the United States of America have committed any type of uh, adverse actions against this country. How many black people have committed adverse actions against this country? By this country, do you mean the U.S. federal government? Yes. I have no idea. Probably a handful. Yeah, maybe a handful. There was the snipers uh, a little while back. Yep. Okay. How many white? We got Ted Kaczynski. Yeah, there's some Tim- crazies. There's some crazies out there. Handful. We got, Tim- we got, we got Timothy McVeigh. Right. McVay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I'm not too sure where you're we're coming up with your black... I don't think any black American... Malcolm um, X had, had some radical people who were advocating violence around him. But there, how many, there were the Black Panthers. Black, I mean, there were some violent groups out there. 
Yeah, there's always there crazy people. There was also people. the weatherman, uh, the the uh, uh, PBS guy that was part of that group who advocated violent opposition to the government. I mean, any group of uh, subset of people, there are always going to be some who are crazier and more prone to violence than others. So where are you going with this? Okay. If we look at the Islamic attack and we look at the Muslim attack and we look at the, um, as, as I was talking last night to you on the telephone, if I was a government investigator and I was investigating crime or investigating people, who would I who would I look at? Hold on, hold on. What was the you, first? You said the Muslim attack and then the Islam attack. What are those? If we look at a Muslim extremist, extremist Muslim or extremist extremist, Islamic, yep, extremist. Okay, now you're talking about a very very small subset. Uh, probably numbering somewhere in the thousands, maybe tens of thousands, out of a religion of, what is it, 1.8 billion. So you're talking like less than point zero zero something of a percentage point. Okay, what is that percentage point relative to the state of United States of America with their own countrymen against its own country? Still pretty small. I mean, according to the U.S. military, there are only 100 Taliban or so that are fighting all of the thousands of troops over there. So it, Paul, I understand. all for 100 people. I understand where Paul is coming from. He's suggesting that uh, people who are Muslims are more likely than others to uh, to commit acts of so-called terrorism against, that are, you know, that are obviously not the government's version of terrorism, excuse me, what well, are the government's version of terrorism. I consider the government to be the, uh, the most prolific terrorist organization out there. Uh, but that aside, I see where you're coming from, but still never, you still haven't answered my question. Like, we under, I understand where you're coming from. You have your beliefs about people that have a certain religious bent, and uh, you want to do something, I presume, about that, or you would like to see something done. Would you? I mean, what, what, what do you want to see done? What kind of profiling would make you feel like, you know, the government's doing a good job? Okay, if you use Juan Williams' um, example on, on, his, on his, uh, his comment, which got him fired, and if you use a guy that blew up Fort Hood, you know, or gone on a, on a rampant, rampage and just blew up innocent soldiers okay and 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 then you use the unabomber no i'm sorry not the unabomber but the Times square bomber and and the muslim war has just begun would that not present some type of uncomfortable feeling with you when you're on an airplane or in an airport with a person of muslim descent no no, because the Muslims that I know are very peaceful people, and they're loving people that care about their neighbors. And no, my question is, my question is, my question is why? If, que- if what? You have, if you okay, here's my question. Okay, if you have erratic, if you have erratic people within your company, is it not your own responsibility to turn them in? Are we going to play the <laughs> to wait? Are you, you're saying that because someone looks like a Muslim, they are erratic and should be reported well, hold on. to the police? Hold, wait a minute. No. I, I'll answer your question without a, further, a follow-up <laughs> question. Uh, there, we're we're part of a movement here called the Free State Project, and liberty-minded people are moving to New Hampshire in order to get active to achieve liberty in our lifetime. So we don't have uh, government breathing down our necks and taking things from us and, and uh, making us do things that we don't want to do anymore. Yeah. And sometimes there are some erratic people that come into this movement and. 
they might come in and advocate violence, for instance. And no, yeah. I would not turn those people in. I would talk to them about why violence isn't the answer and why I don't want to associate with people that are uh, that are advocating the violent actions and talk to them about how concerned I am that they are advocating those actions and maybe talk to them about peace and why peace is the solution, that peace is the way, and that violence won't bring, bring us peace. And I would have a, a conversation with that person. And if that person continued to, uh, to advocate that violence, I would believe that that person likely actually already works for the government. Uh, because as we've seen, the, uh, in these supposed instances of terrorism where these uh, plots have been broken up by the, the U.S. federal government in advance, every single time it turns out that it was the government and the auspices of, I think, the FBI or whatever, counterterrorism task force, that goes around and actually tries to get people on board with violent ideas who previously had not had them and essentially brings people in to do these things that otherwise would not have done them without the prompting and the, uh, the, the urging of the federal government undercover agents. More coming up. We wouldn't be where we are without our amplifiers. Their $3 per month helps us spread Free Talk Live and gets them access to perks at amp.freetalklive.com. Take control of the airwaves and dial in toll-free to bring up whatever's on your mind at 800-259-9231. That number is brought to you by SACL CAI. It's 1-800-259-9231, and you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. Now, the various features that you'll find there are completely free, so do head over and enjoy those on us, including our Shrine of Female listeners. With the dozens of ladies that have taken the time to send in their validated photo, show they are indeed listeners of this program, shrine.freetalklive.com will get you there, and if you're a lady listener, get you the details on how to become part of the Shrine, shrine.freetalklive.com. Now, if you've got a young person in your life, probably a child, and you want to teach them about the ideas of liberty you need to know about an island called Liberty. It's a picture book for children, and it's kind of like Ayn Rand meets Dr. Seuss. Simple story, graceful rhymes, and beautiful illustrations on every page. It'll make it one of any child's favorites, and I know that Mark's son, Jack, really loves this book. You can go to freemarketunderdog.com, see some samples, and order today. That's freemarketunderdog.com. And you get a 10% discount if you're a listener of Free Talk Live. Just use coupon code FTL. That's FTL is in Free Talk Live. That's an island called Liberty available at freemarketunderdog.com. As we continue here, you know, I was hoping that Paul would hold on in Me West too. Virginia. I didn't get a chance to ask him to. He did not hold on. Unfortunately, we never got an answer, a straight answer, as far as what he wanted to see happen. It's He wants this profiling. But what does that mean? What Does that mean a separate line for Muslims at the airport? Does that mean that everybody who is of a brown tinge will be immediately cast under suspicion? Or will it be, you know, will we have house-to-house searches? I mean, what kind of profiling are we talking about here? I, I You know, I don't know. I, I think what he's advocating for is anybody that looks like a Muslim should be, you know, screened out for extra screening and get the full pat down and have them grab their junk and put their hand up under their sheet or whatever. Um, but that's, you know, there's an MIT study, I don't know if he's heard of it, called the Carnival Effect, where you have the TSA agents checking for certain things, looking for a certain deal, and all the terrorists do then is find somebody or or some process that either fits that mold or or removes them from it so that they're not suspected mm-hmm. and then those people end up getting brushed right through because it becomes this pattern 
real security is based on intuition. It's based on training people to ask questions and look for signs that people are lying or they're nervous or whatever. That's how you get real security that stops people that are suspicious because they're acting suspicious, not because they look a certain way or have a a certain uh, origin or nationality or whatever. Let's go to the other Paul. This is not the original Paul. This is a different Paul, but also calling from West Virginia and listening to WBTS. Hello, the other Paul. Hello. Uh, actually, <laughs> I am the other Paul, and I've got a completely different topic uh, Indeed, sir. from the last Paul. Um, the fellow in Connecticut was complaining that uh, he could no longer get his caffeine alcohol drink. That's right. The yeah. Four loco has been banned. Okay. Well, I've been drinking a caffeine alcohol drink for 35 years that you can get in almost any restaurant with a bar or any bar. Um, it's called Irish Coffee. <laughs> and it's well, delicious. I think some people want to be able to drink it at home, and uh, you can probably make your own at home fairly easily, right? Oh, absolutely. In fact, I make better Irish coffee at home than they make in any bar or Mm -hmm. restaurant I've been in. Um, Also, it works a heck of a lot better if you just burn a couple of joints before you have your cup of Irish coffee. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, a couple of joints. Man. Well, sure. After you smoke a while, you have to take more, I guess. (laughs) Yeah, well, I don't don't roll great big joints like cheese and you know, (laughs) little pin joints. No, but seriously... um, if the government steps in and says, well, you can't have this, which they're very fond of saying, okay, fine. I don't have to have that. There are options. Absolutely. With, uh, you know, with the airports, okay? Um, you don't like uh, the screens. You don't like uh, being padded up. Or There's another word we used back in high school, uh, but I won't use it. Um, don't fly. Are yeah, I'm sorry, but it's not going to be that easy. Work, yeah. They already have, as we mentioned at the beginning of the show, and you don't you don't get this you don't get those hours in uh, Charleston, but um, they already have the Viper teams going to bus stops and train stations. Just last night, we had Michelle Seven on, who knows somebody who personally was pulled over while on a Greyhound bus at an immigration checkpoint inside this country. And had everybody taken out of that bus, put through one of the body scanning machines, and all of the bags on the bus searched. So you are incorrect. You do not have options. It's just that it seems like you have options because most people aren't encountering these uh, invasive searches when they're on the road. But you're going to start seeing more and more of this happening. Okay, well, and I stand corrected. Um, I'm 56 years old. I've loved trains all my life, and I'd much rather ride a train than fly on an airplane. I don't care about the length of time it takes. Um, I don't know what to do about this. I guess the only option you have is you know, walk through the scanner and let them look at you naked. Well, the other option is to, uh, to take the pat down or to not fly, as you suggested. Um, but there is something that can be done, and the National Opt-Out Day is happening on November 24th. Folks can go to wewon'tfly.com to learn about National Opt-Out Day. If you are flying on the 24th, get to the airport early and refuse to go through the body scanning machine and then, you know, protest when they are going to submit you to their their hands all over your genitals. Protest about that. And at the same time, people who aren't flying on that particular day will be at airports across the country. And there's a map of some of the airports where these protests are already scheduled, where this essentially the outreach slash demonstration are going on where people will be given flyers and information about the body scanning machines and how there's you know x-rays involved
involved and it could be harmful and this is what it looks like when uh, when you go through them and what to expect and so on and so forth. And so there's going to be information there and activists will be in airports across the country to alert these poor people that have no idea what they're walking into. If they haven't been paying attention to the news, they may not have any idea what that machine is that they're being beckoned through. What is it that they're walking through? They A lot of people have no clue. And so that's something you could do. You could get involved in the activism side of things and reach out to people to inform them about what's going on. And then, you know, a little bit more commitment would be joining the Free State Project if you love liberty and moving together with other people that think like you do. Um, However, everything you've said I agree with. But um, you pay a large amount of money to fly. Um, Way too much. You know, they're making outrageous, unbelievable profits off of this. Um, few opt out of it and decide to walk out if they let you walk out. It's my understanding that some people have been arrested because they refused it and tried to walk out. Um, if they allow you to leave, is the airline going to refund your money? I mean, depends. I it, it depends. I, mean, I, buy, uh, I buy a ticket and I go up there and I say, no, I don't want to go through this. I don't want that uh, stranger putting his hands on parts of my body. I don't want the radiation or whatever the you know, complaint is. Um, but then I can't afford to just throw my money away. Oh, absolutely. There are some tickets that can be refundable that you can purchase as refundable and they cost more. So people that are planning on doing a protest and refusing would want to buy a refundable ticket because they would be expecting to not get on the plane. So they could go and then be guaranteed the uh, the refund. However, if you're just traveling normally and you do hope to get to where you're going and you didn't buy the refundable ticket because they are more expensive, then you it is essentially is a crapshoot. We've heard from two different people. Uh, Meg McLean is one of our co-hosts on the show. She was not I able to get – yeah, uh, yeah, well, she was. No, she wasn't on last night. That was Michelle Seven. But uh, but oh, Meg I'm was sorry. on on Saturday night. And yeah, I, um, okay. I heard you Saturday night too, because we run three hours of you here on Saturday. That's night. correct. You certainly do. I only get an hour of you through the week. Yep. Uh, so um, what happened was Meg was not allowed to. She was United Air did originally promise. Excuse me, U.S. Air uh, did promise her that she was going to get on. A, they would get her on another flight. That ended up not happening. They reneged on that promise. And then somebody else contacted us regarding their experience. I forget who it was, but uh, that it was American Airwaves or something like that that actually did uh, that actually did refund the money. Maybe it was that John character we were talking about last night. So it just all depends on what customer service people you're talking to and how friendly they're feeling. Uh, because I would imagine that in the contract with the tickets, if you can't get on the plane for whatever reason – if it's a non-refund, non-refundable ticket, it's just non-refundable, and then it would just be the you know the niceness of the customer service reps for deciding to allow you to be refunded. So technically, I have to pay more if I want to um, express my distaste. My possibly. Well, it's just it's just, rights, just a risk. That's all. It's just risk is involved. If I want to exercise my rights, um, I got to pay more for it. Pretty much, right? Yeah, I mean that then tends to be how things are. If you want privacy, you've got to pay for it. If you want uh, to exercise your rights, it could you could pay for it in cash, or you might pay for it by going to jail as well. Thank you for the call tonight. I appreciate hearing from you at eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. That's the SACL CAI toll free line. You can take control of the airwaves and bring up anything. This is Free Talk Live. Moments remain. Maybe enough time for your call. This program is brought to you by Freekeen.com. Freekeen.com features audio, video, and blogs chronicling the transition to a voluntary society. Freekeen.com also has comments and discussion forums so you can be heard. Freekeen.com. 
This is Free Talk Live. We will try to sneak your call in if you make it right now to 800-259-9231 in the remaining moments of the show. Joining you in the studio, it's Ian. And Sam. And Sam is here from ObscuredTruth.com. Be sure you go visit him there and watch some of his great liberty-oriented videos. Our number here is 1-800-259-9231. And you can join us online at FreeTalkLive.com where you'll find... And there's a lot of a lot of features there, and they're all completely free. Now, sometimes you might want to back the show up. You know, maybe pay us back for putting all that stuff out there for free. You can do that. There are different ways to do it. One of them is to become a Free Talk Live amplifier for as little as 3 bucks a month, which we will use to reinvest into the program to get on more radio stations around the country and to bring more Internet listeners on board with the show, exposing new people to the ideas of freedom. Because, well, people need to hear these ideas, and there just aren't very many mainstream media places that they can get them. So getting Free Talk Live on more radio stations is an important step in that process. Go to amp.freetalklive.com, and you can get signed up there and get the perks as well. That's amp.freetalklive.com. As we go to the phones and the fun, someone claiming to be from the TSA in Idaho, you're on Free Talk Live. Hello. Hello. Good evening, guys. Hey, what's your name? I'm, I'm, a, I'm a TSA agent. I don't want to give my name, but okay. I want to say in the morning to all your international listeners. And I also don't have a lot of time because I'm calling for my break. Um, so I'll just go ahead. If you just let me finish, I'll let you respond. Uh, and I'll get off air. But, okay, um, sure. You know, I'm, I'm a TSA agent, and I have no agenda. I like to think I'm objective. But I felt that uh, someone should call in and um, defend the full-body imagers and the enhanced pat-downs because you guys seem to be only giving one side of the story. And if you want, by the way, TSA updates, you can go on Twitter to TSA agent and uh, follow oh, them I, there. I don't want that. Now, now I'm, 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 I'm privy to some of the intelligence that you guys might not be. For example, we know for a fact, and it's indisputable, that al-Qaeda is currently recruiting five-year-old, blonde-haired, blue-eyed boys and girls, um, and they're training them to be okay. panty bombers. Let me so add, to be, what did you say? To be panty bombers? Well, well yeah, like the, like the panty bomber they caught before. The, the same thing. They're doing this mm-hmm. with the young children, so it's vital to our national security. What is your role with the TSA, sure if I may caring. ask? What, what, are you like just an agent at the checkpoint? Are you a supervisor? What, what's your role? Well, I handle the, the porno scanners, but I also do the groping as well. And we, it's just important that we make sure that people are, these kids are carrying balls and not bombs, right? Because we and have to how do we do keep that? people how safe do we do from that? terrorists? Is that what you're saying? Exactly. All right, hold yes. on, hold how, on. How do we do that? With do you know who Anwar Al-Awlaki is? This is a joke, Sam. This is a joke. It's a joke Listen, call. We, 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 have to have, uh, we have to have security by nudity. There's just no other choice. <laughs> and I realize that some people are going to argue that touching children, some people are going to argue that touching children can cause long, long-term psychological trauma. But these children, they have their whole lives ahead of them to suppress the memories of being touched by the TSA. So I, I, or the TSA. So I think they're going to be just fine. And, and listen, we've got all these ships at sea and boots on the ground and all the human resources fighting in the war on terror, rather, rather successfully, I might add. So we have to play our part in that, too. And if it helps, is the way I think of it. The war on terror is, is the new war on drugs. It's going to take a long time. It's going to cost a lot of money. It's going to require costing a lot of people. But and at the end, we'll have more terrorism than we've ever had in the past, just like with the drugs. I don't know about that, but, but, but it's going to be good because it's going to help those of us who are investing heavily in, in the private prison system. You know, and here's another thing. You guys, this is something I don't understand. You guys call yourselves pacifist types, but then you support al-Qaeda. I mean, you're going to have to what? decide. You're either, with the terrorists, you're either with the terrorists or you're with the police, right? I mean, you're either There's no gray area. No. You're 
agree they're defending America. I am definitely not with the terrorists because I don't support the government. And if I supported the government, then I would be with the terrorists. So, you know, you're right about that. I'm not with the terrorists because I'm not supporting well, the government. You've got it backwards. You're either, with, you're either with the government or you're with the terrorists. You're with the government and you're with the terrorists in that particular case. He's, he was almost right, but not quite. Well, I don't know. It sounds like a conspiracy theory. Something like, like the I appreciate the tongue being like planted in your cheek, theory. and I get it. And I thank you for the call, uh, Mr. TSA agent. I appreciate hearing from you. Yeah, Sam, you wanted to tear him apart, but I, I, I quickly <laughs> I was just realized about to jump in there. Yeah, I quickly realized this guy, yeah, not a real, not the real deal. I mean, the the thing I wanted to bring up that came out is that Anwar Al-Awlaki, the guy who's one of the people supposedly behind nine eleven, the mastermind that the government tells us behind the underwear bomber and all of these things that have have been precursors to them rolling out the body scanners. Fox News released that two weeks after 9-11, when he's the number three most wanted person, he was having lunch at the Pentagon with military brass. Hmm. How about that? Things that make you go, hmm. Yeah. So, by the way, I want to tell you something about Libertarian Internships. It is uh, the Charles G. Koch Summer Fellowship Program, and you can get involved at libertarianinternships.com. They've got various different types, including uh, state policy, federal policy, print, broadcast, new media, and even investigative journalism. So whatever it is that you're interested in, if you're of college age, uh, it's open to graduate students, recent graduates, and undergraduates. You can apply for this. Not only uh, will they be paying for your housing, they'll also be giving you a stipend. Uh, you can get all that, get the details on, and I believe they're held uh, throughout the year as well. So uh, you can maybe go during the summertime or during some other time. Go to libertarianinternships.com to learn more and to get signed up and apply. That's libertarianinternships.com as we continue with your phone calls. And we go to Dave, listening in the People's Republic of Somewhere. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Dave. Oh, boy, that's a hard hard act to follow there. Hey, Ian, can you tell me about uh, a person's right to contract away their rights? A right to contract away their rights. Like, can you give an example of what you mean by that? Well, no, I can't articulate it, but I've heard you mention something along those lines. You say that people should be free to contract away their rights. Well, I mean, the rights are an interesting concept, and I think that that's really all they are. It's just an idea, and it's a useful idea between human beings, and clearly we don't have rights. Otherwise, they'd be respected, right? I mean, they're not, they're not uh, immutable in that they've been infringed upon. Uh, so they're not rights in that way. Otherwise, everybody would respect them. I wish we had a, a place, a world where everybody did respect rights. I would like to move toward a place like that. But I think that you can uh, make contracts to do things that are unusual, like, for instance, indebt yourself to somebody under certain provisions of payback. So, for instance, if I indebt myself to Sam and I don't pay back to the provisions of what my contract uh, is, we might have in the contract that I would have to do hard labor for Sam or something like that. You have to buff my toenails. Yeah, whatever the, you know, whatever it would end up being and i don't think there's anything wrong with that say what or dance naked in front of a machine well you know whatever the contract uh, might happen to be if i'd agreed to it and was aware and we'd had a meeting of the minds and we'd uh, we'd come to an agreement together without any coercion between the two of us yeah i'd say that's that's okay if sam was willing to pay me enough to dance naked for him then you know things we could work something out okay that's cool yeah this guy was uh been on all the headlines about uh, don't touch my junk. He was on American Airlines, right? I think so, if I'm recalling correctly. I'm not positive. Okay, well, I went to and Googled American Airlines uh, terms of carriage. You know, like their sure, their contract. Service. Yeah. Yeah. And one of the things that you 
well, actually, you end up giving away or giving up first, second, fourth, and sixth amendment. Yeah, I don't know about those corporate agreements. I don't. I'm not. I don't tend to be of the belief that they're a real contract because there aren't two signatories. Uh, there aren't two human beings coming to a meeting of the minds. You're you're essentially contracting with a corporation, which is a legal fiction, a, a fictitious entity. And always in corporate contracts, like your cell phone contract, for instance, there's always some sort of provision. Almost always this provision that says, "Yeah, and we can change the terms at any time." And sometimes the provision says, "And we'll notify you within 30 days." Or some some of the times they don't say that. Sometimes it's, we can change the terms anytime. So when, when you have language like that in, a, in an agreement and there's not anybody else signing the other side of it, I, I don't think that's a contract. And the other problem is it's the TSA who is forcing all of these regulations that's on the too. airlines and taking away their choice to regulate airline security or have the, the basic security measures that they think are best for their customers. That's the root of the problem. Yeah, it's probably uh, probably likely that a lot of the things that are in those contracts are CYA, you know, cover your ass stuff from their legal departments that have said, well, you got to put these in there if we're going to operate at this airport. Okay, but, the, well, and, you know, you guys talk about uh, ISO and standardization. These airline terms of uh, carriage are some way vetted through the ISO, so they're pretty much the same throughout the entire world. You agree to be searched. No, because actually there's a guy who flew to China, got off the plane, and walked right out the door to a taxi cab, went through no immigration, no customs, and so forth. So it's not the same. My neighbor used to travel to Hong Kong all the time, and he says that is the easiest airport to get through. I mean, you put mm. your bag down. You don't have to take your computer out. You go right through. They wand you you know, quickly if the metal detector goes off, and that's it. They Did you see the Japanese security video? No. Oh, it's great. Somebody's been posting it all over Facebook. There's this joke video that they made in, I don't know, with some television show in Japan where they've got the security checkpoint set up, and it seems like they're making fun of the TSA, uh, but it's not entirely obvious they're just making fun of the security procedures in general and so they're letting you know these folks go through and then when a pretty girl shows up the, the, Whoa, the special screen right the security guy you can actually see him he reaches for a button and is jamming on it to set it off and then he comes out with his wand and he's putting it in un, in you know inappropriate places and it's we very used to funny. do that when i worked at the pizza place we'd yell jerry mathers for dave the, the thanks beaver. for the call appreciate hearing from you tonight and if you didn't make it on uh we will definitely take your call tomorrow night busy phones night so uh call in early and uh, we'll do our best to get you on the air. It has been Ian with you. And Sam, I Don't am. Don't forget to go to ObscuredTruth.com to see more of what Sam's up to. And, of course, we will return tomorrow night with more Free Talk Live. Meantime, you can join us online at FreeTalkLive.com. Welcome to Living Healthy Naturally with information and advice on how to improve your health and wellness with natural remedies and nutritional healing. Here's renowned naturopathic doctor and certified nutritionist, Dr. Lindsay Duncan. I'm often asked by my clients about superfruits, those exotic fruits that are dynamos of nutrition that everyone is talking about these days. One of the best of these miraculous fruits that is getting a lot of attention and notoriety is called acai, which is known as the beauty berry. The acai berry naturally contains omega-3, 6, and 9 fatty acids, protein, and how many fruits can say they contain protein? Acai also contains fiber, anthocyanins, and a host of other very powerful nutrients. It is truly worthy of the title of a superfruit. 
Because acai berries are impossible to obtain at your local grocery store, Genesis Today has created a great tasting juice that contains this wonderful superfruit and a host of other nutrients in a healthy, delicious juice. It's called acai berry juice, and it provides all the benefits of the acai berry in every 8-ounce serving. Drink a glass of delicious acai berry juice, and you'll be getting everything you need for a healthy body. To learn more about living healthy, naturally, and acai berry juice, please visit genesistoday.com. Acai berry juice is available in the refrigerated section next to the OJ at all Walmart, Sam's Club, and Super Target locations.